is The Monty Show, the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find The Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty. Hey, hey, my friends. Happy Thursday on The Monty Show, presented by The Advocates. TheAdvocates.com, the best entry attorneys in the business. I say it every day on the show. How about you get the best legal representation available and you never reach into your pocket to pay the advocates a penny? That's how they do business. See, because you don't pay the advocates unless and until they win your case. Chat with an attorney online right now, theadvocates.com. And I love those guys. Matt Triggs has been a partner on our show for years. I've known Matt for over a decade. The folks at the advocates are the best in the business and they're good people to do business with, especially for my friends in Phoenix, all you Phoenicians in Phoenix, Arizona, Boise, Idaho. Come on, man. The Advocates got you covered too. Get to theadvocates.com. Big show for you as always, but hey, I want to start the show by giving away some cash, dude. Uh, We told you when we got to 25,000 subscribers and we wanted to do that by kickoff of NFL season. Well... Thank you for prematurely celebrating as usual in your life. Um, But we did that last night. We are officially at 25,000 subscribers right here on the Monty Show. We are so, in fact, we've picked up over 700 subscribers in the last 24 hours. So we want to give you a $100 Amazon gift card. Does that sound like anything good or that you'd be interested in? Yeah. Uh, if you are watching the show right now, hit the thumbs up button. If you are not subscribed, please hit the subscribe button. And all you have to do is interact with any of our partners on the show. From the Advocates, from Bucked Up, Triday Trading, Papa Murphy's, Canyons Golf, where their, their seasonal pricing now is down to $70 for a, a round of golf at a world-class uh, course resort like Canyons Golf. Um, sign up for prize picks, uh, in the description below, hit the prize pick, show us you made a deposit. It's, it's that simple. That's all you have to do because we hit 25,000 subscribers. Thank you so much for being the best part of the show. You guys, I I know that we talk a lot of sports and a lot of life, but without you guys here every single day, we could not do what we do. So we want to give you money, hundred dollar Amazon gift card. Just tag us on social. Take a picture of you interacting with any of our partners. Tag Jake, SLC Jake. Tag me, The Monty Show, on Twitter or Instagram. Let's do it. We'll pick a winner. uh, I don't know. Give us two and a half hours. How about it? uh, 4.30 Pacific, 7.30 Eastern. We'll pick a winner for the $100 Amazon gift card. But, of course, you are here to talk about football this time of year. Um, How about... What's going on in the ACC? And I know we've talked a lot about the ACC this week, but I think we have we have come to a point now where from what our sources are telling us in the ACC, they're just crossing the T's and dotting the I's. Um, and already Crown Clemson is about ready to add Stanford, Cal, and SMU. And it really is a, a difference-making week again, it feels like, in college football. The ACC is done as we know it. The ACC that you've come to know and probably hate uh, with their 50-year grant of rights through 2036 <laughs> is going to forever alter their their history 
I think before end of business tomorrow when they add Stanford, Cal, and SMU. And right now, from what we've been told, they are simply arguing about who gets the lion's share of the new revenue. Because when you're looking at the ACC and you're looking at the issues that have plagued the ACC over the last two years, obviously the squeaky wheel has been Florida State complaining about unequal revenue shares. Well, from what we're told, Clemson, Florida State, North Carolina are all trying to get their their share of all of this new money that's coming in with these three new teams. And I think once that gets done, and I think that will be done today or the early part of tomorrow, they will have a, a president's conference call. From what I'm told, in the first half of the day tomorrow in the ACC, to knock this thing out is the verbiage that was used. I think this gets done. I think Florida State, Clemson, and North Carolina will get a bump in revenue. The remaining uh, pot will be split amongst the members in the conference. You will add Florida, or excuse me, Stanford and Cal on a half share, and SMU will take no money from the conference for seven years, which is still truly amazing to me. Jake, is it is it really history in the making in the ACC? Yeah, I think it's a continuation of college football history that's been made this summer. You know, I I, I think that you know the ACC is just the latest example of a conference that you know understands that you know the landscape is changing and you know understands that there are options out there, there are opportunities for them to pick up you know new schools and bring in new voices into the conference, and I think they just want to make sure that they do it the right way and they want to make sure that they appease the big boys in the conference because ultimately that is what reliability looks like in the modern era of college football athletics or college football and just college athletics like you got to keep your big members and your largest schools happy because if they stay happy typically your conference is going to continue to go on and when we talk about you know a grant of rights that goes on till 2036 and and the idea that Florida State has been trying to, you know, basically scheme behind the scenes to break out of this conference and cause unrest. I think this move, it really kind of, you know, once it's done and official, obviously, this move could bring some stability for the next several years. And I think that's all the ACC is really trying to do because ultimately, if you can't get to, you know, what, even 2030? As a conference, what what good is that grant of rights? Because that because that to me, if you're the ACC, is the conversation. Hey, how long are we going to actually fulfill this grant of rights? Or you know, is it a thing where right around 2030, maybe 31 or 32, you know, TV deals in other conferences are going to begin to get renegotiated and redone, and members in our conference are going to be unhappy because yet again they're left high and dry on revenue. That's what I think the ACC is worried about. So, yeah, I think them getting additional revenue out of ESPN for Calford and SMU being willing to take nothing for seven years, which is still incredible to me. Yeah, these are all steps to try to fortify yourself for the next cycle of of contract negotiations. And I think if you're the ACC, it is smart, but I just... I, I think for them, this was all that was left after the Big 12 did what it did and after the Big 10 came through and picked up uh, picked up what they picked up because ultimately the ACC, to me, is behind now. You know, to me, I, I yeah, it is a good conference, but the Big 12 uh, and the Big 10 and the SEC have all the momentum, and I feel like the ACC is just trying to keep up with those three at this point. Yeah, and I think... 
I know, I think we need to be careful here because I think when you look at the this conversation around breaking up the ACC, I still think Florida State and Clemson are going to try and do that. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're ever going to placate them. I don't think there's any chance in the world that Florida State is going to be happy with this, whether they just get a a a lump sum bump in in yearly revenue or if the ACC decides the better route to go is those who make the college football playoff get a lion's share of the the revenue whichever way you want to slice the pie that's up to you right but let's not sit here and pretend that this is a solution for the squeaky wheel as I call Florida State they're perennially unhappy they will never be satisfied and you could put them in the big 10 and you can give them a hundred million dollars at day one. They're still going to be unhappy because that's who Florida state is. They're never the top dog. They're not looked at as a top dog Hell, They're not looked at as a contender to be the top dog. Right. And Florida state looks at themselves as the Kings of the world. And they're simply not. And I think that's why you see Florida state continues to be the one that just gripes and moans and complains that one that you don't want to pick up the phone when you see Florida State is calling you, you don't want to pick up the phone because that's not a conversation you want to have because it's never fulfilling. That's the problem with Florida State. But I think one of the other talking points that you really have to pay close attention to is that when you look at this expansion, and I am told that the ACC expects to nail this down in large part tomorrow, one of the real conversations is, ESPN and Fox killing the Pac-12. And I'm curious how many people believe that that is the case. Because when you look at the, the, the facts of the case, it is not in dispute that ESPN is going to have most, if not all, of the football inventory attached to the exiting members of the Pac-12. And the only games that they're not going to have are Oregon and Washington, USC, and UCLA. But they're going to have all of the Big 12. They're going to have all of the ACC. ESPN and Fox could easily, easily have made the decision to to pay the Pac-12. But I think one of the things that is lost in this entire conversation is ESPN and Fox saw more value in a consolidated college football world that they controlled where they didn't have to do business with people as difficult as the Pac-12. And I wonder, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Because I don't think there was ever a decision made by ESPN and Fox that was simply, yeah, well, we're going to kill off the Pac-12. I don't think it was as blunt as that. Mm -hmm. I think it very simply was, yeah, I, I don't see us making a deal with the Pac-12, so we need to shore up our relationships with the ACC and the Big 12. And what do you note about both of those relationships, specifically with ESPN? That ESPN has a pro rata clause in both of those contracts. And now you're seeing that ESPN is greasing the skids to add Stanford and Cal, just as they did with the four corner schools Facts. in the Big 12. Yeah, This is not surprising at all. And if you have not been paying attention, we've talked about this for the better part of eight months now. That ESPN, while it did not actively work to put you know, the final nail in the coffin of the Pac-12, 
it certainly did nothing to help bolster that conference. And I think it, there is, is, is the word blame? I don't think, I think blame is probably strong, but there absolutely is culpability, if you will, responsibility for the, the undoing and the, the death of the Pac-12 in Bristol. There's no doubt about that. ESPN, I I think even more than Fox, because Fox from day one was never going to be a tier one rights partner. They told the the Pac-12 that. They told the Big 12 that. Fox didn't want to be in the tier one business outside of the Big 10. And you understand that Fox has a significant ownership stake in the Big 10 network. That makes perfect sense. But Fox was very honest early and upfront with the Big 12 and the Pac-12. And ESPN, I'm not willing to say was upfront and honest with the Pac-12. I think they went to the Big 12 from what our sources told us and what my opinion is over the last year. ESPN and to a lesser extent Fox went to the Big 12 and said there's a window in time here. You should probably think about taking advantage of that. And did they ever take advantage of that? And it ultimately led to the death of the Pac-12. But I think it, it, in this grand scheme of, of expansion and realignment in college football, I think we all need to have a real understanding of who the winners and losers are because the conferences are not the winners and losers. The winners and losers are the TV networks. And there is no question with how much money Fox and ESPN have paid out in the last month, they could easily have put that money in the Pac-12 and they made an unconscious decision not to do that. And Jake, I think there's responsibility there. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that the Pac-12 didn't do themselves any favors by asking for $50 million a year per school. No, they did I, not. And, and I think that, you know, um, I, I think not understanding the power that ESPN and Fox have um, to sway conversations I think is a dangerous game I, I mean again yeah you're, you're spot on I don't think ESPN said yeah we want to just kill the Pac-12 but I do think ESPN was like yeah they want 50 million dollars a year per school and we're nowhere near that and frankly the way they came off because because that's kind of the sense that I got at that time when all that reporting came out like hey George and the Pac-12 are asking 50 million dollars a year per school that's a lot of money, dude. Like, that's over the top. And the problem is not that ESPN didn't have the money, but more that the premise of spending the money on a product that they didn't believe would 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 bring them ROI. Because ultimately, that's the game that ESPN and any television network are in. Hey, if I'm going to spend a dollar to, to, to uh, secure the rights to this game, I need to be able to sell the, the, the commercial sales space on that game for five, six, seven, or even $10, right? So we got to make $9 in profit on that game. And and that's the business that ESPN is in. So if if George and the Pac-12 are going to come with 50 a year per school, we're just not all that interested. And we feel like we can make a play with the Big 12 and and uh, and, and move that along. And, and I think that's ultimately what happened. And ultimately, the Pac-12 got two chances because they had that first conversation. Then there was another conversation where you know, ESPN broached the idea of the Big 12 and the Pac-12 merging and, and coming together to form, you know, a super conference for lack of a better label. Correct. So the Pac-12 didn't do themselves any favors, but ESPN didn't help them either. And they didn't have any reason to help them, to which I say, that's why the ACC wants to expand. That's why the ACC 
I think, wants that, to keep its biggest members happy. That's why the ACC has the ability to expand. Well, that too, yeah. You know, and I think it is. I think it's really interesting that when you look at this whole situation with ESPN, and I do think it's ESPN. I think it's to a much lesser extent Fox. Yeah. I think ESPN just, in my opinion, got tired of the BS that comes along with George Klyovkov in the in the Pac-12, mm-hmm. and it call it arrogance, call it whatever you want. ESPN made a decision not to be business partners any longer with the Pac-12, and I just can't say I blame them. I, that's why I say responsibility is the word. I don't think blame or fault belongs to ESPN when it comes to the failure and the death of the Pac-12. I simply put it as ESPN made a decision to no longer do business with the Pac-12 on a on a substantial level. Obviously, as we as we've reported, ESPN made a a much lower dollar figure offer than had previously you know been put forward, and you understand that. Yeah, and you you wound up in a situation where the Pac-12 was at Apple in a deal that was was going to ultimately kill them anyway, but. I don't know. I think it's just very interesting that the Big 12 is clearly one of the one of the winners in college football expansion or Absolutely. college realignment. There's no doubt. I think the Big 10 is a winner. No question about it. When you can add USC, UCLA, Oregon and Washington. No question about it. Yep. I'm not willing to sit here today even if we even if we theorize that Stanford, Cal, and SMU go into the ACC, which I think will happen. I don't believe the ACC is a winner in expansion. Yeah, because the biggest difference is the ACC is not getting schools that can win championships in college football. That's the biggest difference, right? I mean, if we're being yeah. honest, like like the, the the Big 12 got that, right? The, the Big 10 certainly got that, already had it, frankly. And I look at this and I say, okay, so now the – and if we want to be generous about it, when I look at conferences, who won and who lost in realignment, well, the winners clearly are the ones that are still at the table having the conversation. But, but the problem... I, 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 but I also think the problem for the ACC is they're stuck with Florida State. Yeah, but Florida State's not doing anything. That's like Florida State's a school that, that thinks they're the badass in the room, and they haven't won nearly enough in recent times yeah. to justify that kind of attitude. I mean, I get it. Like, And I know Florida State fan, go ahead, be all pissed off about it. Dude, yeah, you have a strong brand. You sell out the football stadium. You could be an SEC school, but Florida's never going to let that happen. Like, yes, you are a good brand. I agree with that. You have value in that sense. But you're not in the same ilk as Clemson. You're You're not not in the same ilk as any of the top-end SEC schools. You're not Ohio State. You're not... I, I you could make a case that you are Michigan. You could make a case, but Michigan went pretty far last year. So... I just I, I look at FSU and I say, okay, man, you can keep being that guy, but at some point that's going to come back to get you. Yeah, I, I I I just look at Florida State as a problem because it they they're just that. It's the Nick Saban thing we talked about yesterday. Let's get all the guys on the bus in the right seats so that we can roll forward. Florida State's never going to sit down. Well, Florida State is is has this has this attitude that. 
they've been doing that at such a proficient level that they should get paid way more than everyone else. I agree. And it's like, you, you haven't been, you, you just simply haven't been. And everyone in their mom is putting them, Brett McMurphy, putting them, I think third in the college football playoff or whatever he did. Like, like, I don't know what they're seeing. I don't know what they're looking at. Well, but I, I, the problem for me with us, with FSU is, is that this is a, this is a, a university that should be what's right with the ACC. Correct. Like Florida State should be a college football powerhouse. Florida State has a tradition and a history, whether it's Prime or Bobby Bowden or I mean, it the list is forever long of great Florida State football players. Charlie Ward, like I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. They have a good basketball brand. I'm here for it. Their brand in total. I'm here for it. Thanks. But they they just feel like that that the those those neighbors those god next door you know they just won't shut up they won't turn the music down they won't go to bed they they don't cut their grass they don't, like they just seem like a pain in the ass yeah and it, it it really until they get to the college football playoff until they win a college football playoff game and then you can talk but it they're just and I don't know that Mike Norvell's that guy. I don't know that he is him, the football coach at Florida State. Yeah, Maybe he is, maybe he is, and I don't think he is, but we'll find out. But they should be absolutely part of what's great about the ACC, and they're not. And that, that will always be the issue. And I don't think, and I would love to get your thoughts in the comments section, I don't view the ACC as better, better off yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. As I do, certainly the Big Twelve and the Big Ten. Yeah. Well, and, and and that's what I that's kind of what I mean about momentum. Like the SEC didn't need to get involved in this round of expansion or or realignment. I mean, obviously they're adding Texas and OU, but I'm, what I mean is like this most recent, you know, of adding of schools out of the Big Ten, the Big Twelve, and potentially the ACC. You know, as soon as tomorrow, like. I, I think that the the Big Ten and the Big 12 clearly have forward momentum that's pushing them. But again, I'm just telling you guys, the X factor in the next, because it's 2023, you know, the next, the next five years, the next four years are when we're going to figure out just how long that ACC grant of rights yeah. is going to hang around. Because, again, if these three conferences pull away from the ACC, the ACC schools are not going to hesitate to make a change because they know that they're UNC and they're Duke and they're Virginia and they're FSU and Clemson. They know that they could find homes, which I think is a, is a very different situation than what the PAC 12 was kind of working with. The PAC 12 obviously had schools that could find homes in other places, but they also had a, a, a you know, a, what a third, you know, maybe a quarter of that conference that would struggle to find a home, yeah. you know? And, and I think yeah. that's a big difference uh, in, right. in contrast, so the ACC schools, in my opinion, if you're an ACC school right now, you don't mind this wave of expansion, if you will. But I think ultimately, you're you're gonna sit here and you're gonna say, okay, dude, we gotta get Dabo and we gotta get Florida State into the college football playoff as much as possible in the next five years. It just it has to happen, and you would think it would with the expanded college football playoff, but again, you still gotta go and do it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not trying to pound Florida State, but I, I go back to this. This is Bet MGM's win totals. And 
I mean, you you look at Florida State expectations at nine and a half. I mean, they're in a class with USC and Clemson, and you look. They, I mean, Florida State is Florida State is plus one thirty five. Mm-hmm. Um, the to to go under Clemson's plus one forty. You look at you look at conference odds. Florida State is one seventy. Like there's expectations. They're above the Penn States, the Texases, the LSU's. They're above the Oklahomas and the Oregon's. Like there are real expectations on Florida State, not only to represent but to carry the ACC. Will that happen? I don't know. I don't know. But oddly, as we sit here, note that Texas. Texas is your your highest Big Twelve university there, mm-hmm. and then Oklahoma, and they're both not going to be there next year. Well, and I think that so, speaks to that speaks to these odds, right? Because again, I'm I'm a big believer that the odds are not actually indicative of what the team's going to do; they're indicative of how much money Vegas is trying oh, to make. There's no doubt that Vegas sets lines to make people wager. Yeah, but I'm telling you now. That they they are they're not going to put Florida State at nine and a half if there are not significant expectations that that's a ten win team. But but yes, there's expectations. But how likely are those expectations to actually come true? Yes, they've only got two ranked teams on their schedule this year, but that doesn't mean that they're you know auto spot for ten wins or not. Or even I would nine t- wins. well, I would tell you, I would take the under. Yeah, I mean there there there's no doubt about that. I would take the under. Uh, all right, let's uh, get some of your thoughts in here on the Monty Show. Uh, why don't we start out with the best, the best news of all, and that is when we add a new member to the show, uh, Illuminerdski. Illuminerdski. Uh, uh, Who the f*** is that uh, guy? You know, uh, good to see you, Ski. Good to ski. see you. Appreciate, <laughs> hey man. I mean, I can't call him Illum, Illuminerdski. Illuminiski? No, Nerdski. Illuminerdski. I, I think it's just Nerdski. How about yeah, that? How about Ski? Uh, good to see you, Ski. Appreciate you being a member of the program. Make sure you hit the join button for a dollar ninety nine. All your comments get highlighted in red. Uh, as you guys are aware, we always read member comments before anybody else. For $9.99 a month, you get into our uh, Instagram members-only group, which is growing by the day and is spectacular. Uh, we were arguing about Lionel Messi's greatness last night, uh, and Boss Frog was showing off his new Porsche. So, you know, I mean, it's a group of high rollers. That much is for sure. I'm for real. Expedition Greg gives us $2 to say congrats on 25K. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you. Please hit the like button, everybody. T. Higgins is a badass for $5. Do you think any of those SMU boosters have any interest in adopting a Husky 53-year-old uh, with bad eyesight? I'm sure they do. I mean, <laughs> pick up the phone. That They're going to get seven years. The boosters are going to support SMU sports for seven years. We're only here for one reason. That's wild. That is absolutely wild. It's nuts. It's a ton of money. Tarrant County Pete. Well. Hello, Tarrant County. Hey, Tarrant County. Uh, if the ACC realized SMU was ninth most popular D1 in Dallas, 
But wait, you're that would mean that you SMU doesn't deliver that can't be um SMU um, fan has been on um, the show and they've promised us that they deliver Dallas. Specifically Tarrant County. Tarrant County. Tarrant County. <laughs> I don't know why I say it like that. Uh and three and six against Tulsa, they'd make them go without pay for seventy years. You half jokingly say that. But my main question about SMU is when they join the ACC, will they be ranked in the AP top 25 in the next seven years? In the next seven years, will they be ranked in the AP top 25? Mm. I'm not sold they will be. That's like saying Florida State's going to win a national championship this year. I am not sold that they will be. I I am not, Pete. So I think you're spot on. Expedition, Greg, five more dollars. Today is a two-year anniversary of the epic failure, a.k.a. the historic alliance (laughs) between the Pac-12, the ACC, and the Big Ten. One of George Klyovkov's biggest mistakes. Oh yeah, we're going to partner with the uh with the ACC and the Big 10 for a scheduling alliance and uh you know, it's not on paper, it's a handshake deal, but uh, it's going to happen. But there was a, yeah, a huge mistake. Uh fake Tom Osborne, okay? For $5. Breaking. SMU will also clean all ACC offices and carry the luggage for other teams. For the next seven years, designated jock strap collectors. Yes, they will use the uh, the what is it the 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 white powder the oxy clean. They'll they'll oxy oxy. They'll oxy all of the jock straps to get the stains out. It'll yeah. be. I mean, this is Dallas, folks. You, that Tarrant County. It will be. You know, uh, Gabe Goobler. For five dollars, hey Jakey, two holes. The Bacavo is money. Hey, listening to the show, Graham at Super Chicks in Ogden. Just How about that? Just saying, dude. The Bacavo's gas. That is a strong entry into the hundred dollar Amazon gift card, I believe. Yes, but it's not better uh, than Laura Weiss. Pew pew. Wow. Let's go, Reckham, Laura, who sends us a uh, who sends us a picture. Of her bucked up Miami. Look at you. Welcome to Texas bucked up. Uh, but what about Florida? How about Maury Alvarez, the great Boom. Floridian with the family stocked up on the mango tango. Tango, tango, baby. He's got the Monty show on in the background on the TV with the accent wall. It's quite nice. I got to give him credit, dude. That's a nice accent. Says one. watching the best sports talk on YouTube. Is that the Monty a soundbar above the TV? That is a soundbar. Okay. Uh, w- with some amazing mango tango from Bucked Up. Love both. Enjoy both on the regular. Let's go, Maury. Boom. Got to think Maury Alvarez is in the lead right there. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. How we about gotta... that? He's got the family involved. And again, we told you guys, you take care of us. We take care of you. We got the 25,000 subs last night. So we are giving away a $100 Amazon gift card today. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all you have to do. All you have to do is interact with one of our partners on the show, The Advocates. Tridaytrading.com slash Monty. Bucked up. Papa Murphy's. Canyons Golf. Go book your stuff. $70 for a round of golf at one of the premier courses in the state of Utah. Canyons Golf. Hook it up. $70 gets you a round of golf, a luxury cart with GPS. It's an amazing golf experience. Canyons Golf. Or... 
hey, if you want to use the promo code Monty to sign up for prize picks, send us a screenshot that includes a deposit. By the way, when you use the promo code Monty, they give you 100% deposit matching. It's all good. At prize picks, there's a link in the description of the show below. Go click on that link. It's going to be awesome. Prize picks was great. Uh, real quick before we get to your comments, Jaron Eccles last night had uh, more or less. He had he was playing six picks. Mm-hmm. He was five for five, and he had Kershaw on more strikeouts. And the Dodgers got uh, essentially postponed until today, so Kershaw did not pitch today. Obviously. He was about to win $500 on prize picks. And then the rain came to Cleveland. Bummer. Brutal. Bummer. Brutal. That's why I love prize picks, though, because there's that bread there. Uh, let's see uh, who we got in the comments. Who is first in today? Uh, we always like to shout out our first in, and we've got already over 1,000 comments. Uh, let's see. OG Gary, be right back. Got to get stroked. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get stroked. Oh, Brooks Kepka, we love you. OG says, damn, ACC getting packed 12 Yeah, they are. Capazzo, what's up? I'm here early. Nice to see you, OG. Yeah. Good to see everybody. Uh, Mark Hale's in today. Uh, you guys are amazing. Um, too much gravy for my biscuits, says fat. Okay. Why are we saying fat? Fat! That's awesome. Raider Mark says, speaking of rice, will be the only former uh, Southwest Conference school not in a P4. Truth. Truth. Derek Roche says SMU is bringing Dallas. Right. What, the DVD box set of Dallas, the TV show? Is that yeah, what I know what time it is. Shot JR. Bobby Ewing was just taking a shower. It was all a dream. Uh, too much uh, gravy says yo to hacks. What's up? Lopes fan game. Anyone working in digital context who denies having a strategy to get clicks is lying. Hey, man. If you're not trying to get clicks... Uh, and this is the thing I love about being in being in the YouTube world. Yeah, people are like you guys are just yeah, it's all clickbait. You're trying to get people to click on it. Yeah, I know that's ex- that, yes. And I'm, somehow it, you clicked on. Way it. to pick up on that. Our whole job is to make sure that people you know watch the show. That is the whole <laughs> you know Excellent strategy, sir. I love when people say that. You guys just want people to click on your show. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> You're right. Jeremiah Champion, what's up with you? Kyle A says, one week until the Utes play. Man, that's Let's a huge go. game for the University of Utah. Uh, Kyle A, did you enter the uh, Ute ticket giveaway? We are giving away a pair of tickets to see Utah and Colorado. Um, and right now, I got to think Gary's got the, uh, not OG Gary, the other Gary, has the lead. Mm-hmm. Um, he sent us a stack of bucked up Banff on his counter the pre-workout. Yep. Uh, for for Colorado and and Utah uh, right around Thanksgiving, but uh, all you have to do is interact with bucked up. Send us a picture like like I don't know like Laura Weiss did uh, or like Maury Alvarez did. It's that simple. The best one uh, will win a pair of tickets to see uh, Utah host Colorado on November twenty fifth. It's not very difficult, you guys. No, nope. I think it's pretty easy. Uh, thanks to our friends at Bucked Up. Um, let's see, John Famlor. Hello, John. Good to see you. Hello, John. FSU needs to talk to the advocates. Well, well, they feel like they've been injured. Maybe they, maybe you know, maybe they should. Yeah. 
You know, um, I, what do you mean cougar tracks? 25,000 wash hands, wash hands, wash hands. Like, are, is that like a high five? I think it is. I think it is. Um, <laughs> are we ever going to get over Arizona time? What time is that in Arizona? <laughs> Whatever time it is. I don't know. What you know. time is it in Arizona? Bryce Martin says, hell yeah, I love this show. I'm happy for you guys. Thank you, Bryce. Appreciate it. Um, you know, Lopes fan Gabe says, can I get that money in prize picks cash though? Seriously. Look at everybody going to See? prize picks. You guys do it. It is amazing. Description in the link below the, the more or less in prize picks for the NFL. Amazing. Major league baseball on prize picks. Amazing. Bomb. Let's go. Let's play together. Hook it up. Derek Roche says they're AC curing a curing more acquire see a curing acquiring but it's acc acc you know acquiring but acc jimmy Otson, hey jimmy good to see you man uh stanford cal and smu welcome to the atlantic coast i i mean uh, is the acc a better conference for having stanford and cal eh i guess i don't think it i don't think it's a definitive yes mm. uh, truly i think it is a really nice pickup I don't think it's a, oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, man, yeah, at Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, and Utah. Oh, man, you're absolutely a better. Co oh, you wait, what? You added USC, UCLA, Oregon, and Washington? Oh, you're better. I'm you added real. Oklahoma and Texas? Oh, I'm man. Real. Right? Like, you're for real. You're a better conference. Yeah. Hey, you added Stanford and, and oh, and you got SMU. Um, um. Well, um, good, well, good on you, bro. I mean, that'll work out, sure. Um, nice job. Um, all right. Yippee. All right. Okay. Got, Alabama's playing. Got to go. All right. See you later. <laughs> like, it's true, though. Okay. Seriously, if I'm not watching Clemson, who in that league in football? In the ACC, who's must watch in football? We really did. Clemson, Florida State. Is Florida State must watch? I mean, depends I would on think, the game. I would think so. Florida State LSU's must watch week one. Much should we watch? Yeah. Uh, I, I would agree with that. I think Florida State is game to game. I think Clemson's every game because you expect Dabo to win every game. But right? Wake Forest isn't must watch. Tech is not must watch. Virginia's not must watch. North Carolina is. I mean, top Pitt. 25 team. Pitt is week to week. But North Carolina, Pitt, North Carolina, Miami, North Carolina, hell, North Carolina, South Carolina to kick off on September 2nd. Yeah, that's must watch. Yeah. That's must watch. I, you, not for you, though. No, I disagree. I don't think that's must watch. I think it's a nice little matchup. I'll watch it if there's not a better one on. Wow. Okay, what about Miami? Yeah, Miami, yeah. Texas A&M week two. Yeah, that's a good game. I absolutely, that's I think that's a good game. But it's a good game because it's A and M, not because it's Miami. Ooh, wow! Miami, Florida State. Yeah, that's what a is good that? Game. November eleventh. Yes, Miami, Florida State's a good game. Miami's got a schedule. I mean, you look at they're playing A and M in week two. Then for October fourteenth at North Carolina, home for Clemson, Virginia at NC State, at Florida State, Louisville, and at Boston College. It's a hell of a second half for, for Miami. Yeah. Mario Crisball better win games, by the way, because that's not going to be forever. Is Texas must watch? Yes. Absolutely. Uh, Oklahoma. Uh, I think not initially. Wow, you're hesitating. Yeah, not initially, but I think if they get off to a nice little start, like they're 3 0, yeah, yeah, yeah. They can earn that. They can earn that. Yeah, absolutely. Wow, you're hesitating. Yeah. I'm surprised you're hesitating there. 
I have options now. I, you know, the Pac-12, I feel like, has a lot of must-watch games. You know, SC is must-watch product. I have to watch SC. Not that I'm going to get to watch them week one. Yeah. But, how you know. Yeah. yeah, how ridiculous is that? Yeah. Um, I, I Listen, I think there is... Boy, that's really an interesting point. That is... Re- it, I, I think a lot of teams are week-to-week unless it's your team. Yeah. Like if if you're a Texas fan, if you're Laura Weiss, you're watching every single tech game. Right. If you're a Texas fan, if you're if you're Mo, if you're Boss Frog, you're watching every TCU game. Mm-hmm. I'm watching every Notre Dame game. Jake is watching uh every Connie Christopher's nail salon technical institute game. Um do you have um, a college football um, team? I don't. You nope. don't? Nope. I play the hits, biggest matchups, games that have I don't know. Last games. year I'd have called you an Alabama fan. I mean, I like Alabama. I, I'm not from there. I, I I respect Nick Saban for his grind. You know, I I respect Nick Saban for the speeches he gives and what he talks about. And so I'm, he's more relatable. So yeah, I watch them. I'd rather see Alabama win than Georgia win. I could tell you that right now. I think for me, it's Notre Dame, mm-hmm. Alabama. I think every Texas game until they lose, and then I'm probably out. I'm just here for big time college football games. Like if it's it, like I said, Miami, Florida State, that's probably a must watch. That's that game's got a lot of heat in it. But isn't you know, every like, but isn't every Texas Tech game must watch because they they have a chance. I mean, Joey McGuire is probably never going to be hotter than he is now. I I think Texas Tech has a chance to be the media darlings of college football this year mm-hmm. because they have massive games on their scale. Is there a bigger game? than Texas Tech and Oregon? Is there a bigger game than Texas Tech and Texas? Help Brett Yormark's talking about, hey, handle your business, coach. Yeah, Tech TCU's a big game. I mean, the Tech has game. a lot of games. Yeah, they do, but but that's what I mean. Like, I'm not Texas Tech Southern Miss is not must watch, obviously. But, you know, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I think it's week to week. Or Texas Tech Wyoming is not must watch in week one. You know, like, there there are, it's week to week. I, I think that, yeah. Alabama, I'm I'm more I'm probably more willing to watch Alabama beat the hell out of whoever they have no business playing than I am, you know, some run of the mill or a low end ACC team. You know, like I I I I just want good football. That's what I want. I, I I'm not generally speaking interested in a game where I already know what the outcome is. But if I but like in week like week one of the college football season is full of just terrible matchups as it is every single year you know so that's that's a situation where i'm like all right well we just got to try and find the best the best that we can get you know in week one like i pull up the schedule for week one and it's like you know notre dame navy that'll be an entertaining game you know notre dame navy is always a nice early season entertainer that's in dublin yeah you know but i but i look at some of these this we're going undefeated dude two days from now this saturday like i'm watching us oh wait i'm not it's on no, you can't. You have it. It's on the Pac-12. No, YouTube TV has Pac-12 Network. It does. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm positive. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, it's okay. true. Yeah, I'm yeah. probably. Still but generally that. speaking, you know, I wouldn't be able to watch that unless I cut the cord. But, but like that's, I guess. How the funny best is game? that that you can watch Pac-12 Network because you cut the cord? Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> I mean, I That's we're not phenomenal. really like I, I look a little forward into the college football schedule and the thirty first Thursday, next Thursday, you know, Utah, Florida. No, it's Utah, Florida. You know, uh, but other than that, like I don't I don't know what it's else Utah, you're really holding Florida. on to. 
Well, and that's a pretty good game to hang on to. Lance Johnson for nine ninety nine says, "Why is UT winning about your Mark's comment at Tech? They are serving a year of community service to save eighty million dollars. Shut up, know your place, and take it. And, and oh, know your place. Go your Mark, Big Twelve. Go Pokes, ride them. Um, what do you mean? Like I, yeah, I, I don't understand that. Why is UT whining about your Mark's comment? Because if you're Texas." And the Big 12 commissioner, who you're still currently a member of, is rooting for your opponent. You wouldn't be upset about that. I mean, it, 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 I love it. I love it. But, of course, Texas should be pissed about that. And if I'm Texas Tech, by the way, I'm not real thrilled he said that. Mm-hmm. Because you can't tell me that Sark hasn't put that up on a billboard already. You can't tell me that Sark hasn't run that tape through practice already. Yeah. Certainly. Do you do you think that Steve Sarkeesian isn't telling every one of his Longhorns, hey, they don't want us here, they hate us, they're rooting against us? Hey, every time we win, it rubs salt in the wound to the Big 12? I'm not thrilled if I'm Texas Tech that, that Brett Yormark said that. Yeah. I'm not, and I know that I know that uh, Rackham was like, oh, that's amazing. Well, you might want to rethink that. Yeah, Rackham's going to get hooked. Real quick. That's a that's a massive game. Yeah. That is a massive game for both clubs. And I don't think Texas needed any more motivation than they already had. Because mm-hmm. you and I both know they believe they should go undefeated this year. 100%. Will they? Will, I, probably not. But they didn't need your help. That's why, Lance, with all due respect, that's why I would be pissed if I were Texas. Yeah. And if I'm Steve Sarkeesian, I'm actually very happy about it. Oh, I'm upset. All right, he gave us motivation. I can't believe the disrespect that we are seeing from Brett Yormark. Thank you. Thank you, (laughs) (laughs) Right? Like, publicly, you're pissed. It's true. Privately, you're like, "Mm, let's go. And that's how I look at it. Texas, what do... do, And I know this is not a popular take. I totally get it. But what that tells me is Texas is living rent-free. Oh, dear. You're living rent free, man. What are you? What are you, Joe Ingles and Paul George? <laughs> but y'all, it, it, y'all, are. you're living rent free. Yeah. That and the hardest part about that is everybody already hated Texas. Then the SEC move came in the early year, and mm-hmm. now everybody really hates Texas. And the moment they lose, see, they always lose. They always disappoint. <laughs> Horns down, bitches! Like that's what it's going to be. <laughs> you know that's what it's going to be. You know that's what it's going to be yeah. repeatedly. Fake Tom Osborne for $10. Tom. I see peeps comparing New England to Florida State. Is that Nebraska? to it, M- Nebraska? Uh, when's the last time Nebraska tried to throw its weight around? During COVID when they wanted to play football, Ohio State also wanted to play. Nebraska isn't as delusional as everyone thinks. No, I don't think they are. I think they'd rather be in the Big 12. They'd rather be in the Big 12. Yeah. And I think it's all well and good you're getting a hundred gazillion dollar payday, but you'd rather be in the Big 12. It is Big 12. You have been invisible, not irrelevant, invisible. Yeah. I don't but I and I could be wrong. I'll need to check. I don't believe Lincoln, Nebraska is even on maps in the United States anymore. Yeah. That's how invisible. Hey, you just haven't done anything. You've I mean, you've just not been on the map. 
But I love Trev Alberts. He's one of my favorite guys ever. And I am a huge believer um, in Trev's ability to revive that program. And he hired a, a little head coach you might have heard of who looks awfully motivated to bring Cornhusker football back. So yeah. I think you're in a good place. Uh, big shout out to Phenomenal Hebrew. Phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal. Let's go, Phenomenal. Appreciate you and everybody else who's joining the show. A um, couple more comments, then we got to get to football at 50. Uh, you guys have been so, man, so many comments today already. Uh, Timo 14, ESPN and Fox didn't kill the Pac 12, in my opinion. ESPN even offered them a good deal, but the Pac didn't accept it. Monty has it right. Is this the At some point, you just get tired of getting kicked in the balls yes. if you're ESPN. Yes. That's that's all it was. Yes. In, in my opinion. Uh, too much gravy for the biscuits. How was the pegging, Monty? How um, was the pegging? I had my annual uh, physical this morning. Dude. So um, we'll talk about that in the non-sports that's stores today. Because I actually had a very interesting conversation with my doctor. I am as healthy as a horse. Sorry to break it to you guys. Uh, the Monty Show's not going anywhere for a while. Yeah. Uh, but we'll talk about it. We'll absolutely talk about it. Brandon Butler, how are you, my guy? It's a bad thing. Networks have way too much influence on college sports. Who pays the bills? It's TV, true. TV networks do. It's true. Uh, Christopher Shannon, no, no, no. Pac-12 is just that dumb in sports management. The money was there the whole time, and the Pac couldn't figure out how to get it. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, Shybone says the word is complicit. That could absolutely ESPN is complicit. That's true. Jeremiah Champion, one of our newest members, I was kind of hoping the Big 12 would have added Oregon State. Same. Same. Yeah, I would have loved to have seen that. Same. I, I don't I don't disagree with that at all. Jimmy Otson, in 2024, the networks are paying the members of the Pac-12, leaving the conference nearly $400 million. Wild. 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 Like, it's, I, you can't even... Mm -hmm. you can't, I, I, do you guys understand how much money that is? How much money that is? Uh, Cougar Track says, the Jakey Show. Monty retired. I'm out. Because <laughs> what did that guy said? You're an old Mormon. You're gonna die soon. Yeah, the Jakey Two Hole Show. Yeah, I'm not Mormon and I'm not old, according to my doctor. You know, Lance Johnson. Whoopee, pegging. Bro, thank you. Uh, Brees Lightning. I love it. How about Brees back on uh, Hard Knocks last mm -hmm. night? Uh, and you lost Texas recruiting. Been downhill since then. Could be. Uh, field crew dirt doctor cheese. <laughs> you got to comment more so I can say that. How many fingers was the doctor holding up? I don't know. I couldn't see um, him. Um, you know, um, anyway, you, perfect vision. Hugh Janus. Perfect vision. Uh, Tanner Plummer, the two hole show. Nah, I'm fine. Nope. Maybe, maybe back to front, Jake. Uh, because of what your mark said in Lubbock about sending uh, Texas out on a loss, is the Texas uh, Tech game now a must-watch? Oh, there it's always been a must-watch. It was a must-watch before that. Yeah. Uh, Bigfoot Duck says, healthy as in ready for stud service. Oh, my God. Stud service at my house every night. Uh, the, the Big Lubbock. Because of what more, more – hello? I read that one. Uh, Aaron Wilson, sup on that hundred. What do you mean, sup on that hundred? You got to earn that, bro. You got to earn that, dude. Yeah, dude. 
You got to earn that. Yeah, you're going to have to submit more wrestling videos or yeah. I, I, something, dude. You can't yeah. just roll and in here. And you can't be OG Gary, by the way. OG Gary trying to use an old retreaded picture. Yeah, dude, we've seen this before, bro. Come on, Gary. Be, be better. Be better than that. Do, do I not get a picture in the Porsche, dude? Like, come on. Do I not get a picture in the Porsche? Yeah. Does he drive a Porsche? I don't know. I was trying to be funny. I mean, listen, you guys. So um, just so you know, we're giving away a $100 gift card today. Because we got to, uh, oh my God, Brandon Unruh coming through. Uh, we got to uh, 25,000 subscribers overnight last night. And we told you if we did that by football season, we'd give away a $100 uh, gift card. So uh, yeah, we're doing this thing. Boom. Um, I love it. I'm just screen grabbing right now. Uh, all of yeah, the, the all screen. of the entries. You guys are coming. Look at Mark uh, Andrade. Look at Mark. Yeah, we, I mean, yeah, we got to pay homage to these folks. Let's th go. This is this is the goody goods. We're we're in a race here, man. This is the goody goods. I like it. Uh, but yeah, all you have to do is send us a picture of you interacting with our sponsors. And today, very clearly, bucked up uh, is the device being chosen. Um, there's this picture from Harry. Suh, dude. Suh, dude. He's got his flags in the background. It's time for a bucked up buck bar. Yes, sir. It is. I love that show. Yes, sir, it is. Uh, Brandon Unrun never knew about Bucked Up until I watched the Monty Show. Now both are part of my daily routine. Let's what do you go. bitch? Love that. Do you even live? Yeah, look at uh, Mark uh, Andrade. I hope I'm saying that right. Listening to the Monty Show at my desk with the underrated Bucked Up Sups Pink Lemonade to get me through the afternoon. Bucked Up in Texas. Let's go. Let's go, baby. The me uh, metal red and black ice shaker has done an awesome job keeping my water ice cold during the, the crazy heat wave. The heat dome. Congrats, guys, on getting the 25K subs. Thank you. And, again, I know that I know that you guys are, are aware of this, but could not do this without you guys. This show is so much. It is about us, but... Today, just on the show today, we've had over 5,000 views. We've had over 2,000 comments already. You guys are you guys are amazing. I just really appreciate that uh, you guys are here. Uh, Aaron Wilson says, your mark is 100% a tech fan. But you guys have to admit that he fired up Texas. Oh, he knew what he was doing, dude. Right. You, you have he, to. Yeah. You, I mean, you have to pay homage. He... he, he I would have to think he knew what he was doing. What oh, makes you say that? Dude, Brett, your mark does not just speak off the top of his head. He knows that this is all done. It's Texas's last season. And what's good for Texas is good for the big 12, right? Like he knows that dude, he wants Texas to come out and, and, and put on a show. It's the let just the same way that the the pack x needs sc to go out and put on a show right like you need your premier brands in their last year to put on a stinking show and so that's all this is that's, the pack x yeah as kirk schultz said the pack x okay yeah okay uh and then there's mike smith who says um monty hey monty Golf playing, buckshot snorting, hot take making, long colon pegging, <laughs> tri-day trading, son of a gun. Woo! Hell oh yeah, Mike God, Smith. That's bro. that that that's dude. That is a contender all that counts. day, bro. That counts. See, you can get in by commenting. Yeah, uh, James Knight. I will land a comment eventually. Okay. Well, it's good to see you, my guy. 
Um, by the way, James, is Kobe Bryant the greatest Laker ever? James is our resident basketball expert from Melbourne, Australia, who now is a Texas Tech fan. You're welcome, Rockham. Pew, pew! You're welcome. I do what I can do. OG Gary, it's been a week. It counts. It you can't retread. Gary Wolf, your mark is a Texas hater like everybody else. Wow. Uh, paying homage. GTFO, LOL. Paying homage is a good one. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Bryce Martin, I'm sitting here like, why, Brett? Why? I wanted to win the game in November. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore, sir. Do you think Texas uses that as motivation? 100%. Yep. Yep. So you think Brett knew what he was doing? I think Brett knew what he was doing. I think Brett understands the value of having a heated rival in his state. And, and yeah, I, I think that's why he did that. Absolutely. Cougar tracks in your mark we trust. Yeah. Sean Jenkins. Hello, Sean. Good to see you. What is Texas going to do? Leave? Yeah, get the fuck. <laughs> you guys can leave now. Uh, Brandon Unruh says, horns down now and forever. <laughs> Probably everybody. Everybody. Lance Johnson, your mark is a Big 12 fan in Texas, and OU are rent uh, a players. Hush up and collect your checks, seriously. 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 Uh, look at, look at uh, uh, John DeLong. Uh, John. His name is John. Uh, horns down, Texas. Uh, Tuck Faxis. Horns down, Tuck Faxis. Give it see. He switched the F and the T to, to talk faxes. You see what he did there? So, you know, he's switching, he's switching so that he doesn't have to, you, you know, know, curse and stuff and, and you know, make you the know. show worse. So, you, you know, because we don't curse on this show. Okay, fuck you. How's that? James Knight says, these guys loved me when they had a thousand subs. Do I know you? James? Bro, dude, what do you want me to say? We've talked NBA four days in a row. And Where you have you been? been here, dude? Where have you been? Like, we've been talking. It, it hurts, man. Yeah, dude. You, you, When we had 1,000 subs, you used to watch the show. Now we got 25,000, you got 25,000, and now you never show up. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I don't know what we're doing. Uh, Stutterer says the pack, uh, pack X. Yeah, dude. You know. Yeah. You pack know. 10. Uh, <laughs> Kevin, yes. Talk faxes. <laughs> Way to fight the algorithm. Uh, OG Gary says, okay, okay, let me order some more Bucky's. That was my last Bucky, too. How can Excuses, you ever be out? Excuses, dude. Excuses, bro. I How? mean, you can order online, and they'll ship it to you in like three days. Come on. Come now. on, dude. Come, Come on. on now. All right. The Monty Show, uh, as always, this hour of the show uh, is presented by our good friends at uh, Papa Murphy's Pizza Football 50. Miss football 50 again because you guys started coming in with the the entries and you know you, you the greatness it is what of it is Papa Murphy's the official pizza of the Monty show make sure that you guys hook it up tonight with the marinara meatballs At Papa Murphy's we do more than just pizza we do meatballs and marinara Papa Murphy's does meatballs oh, oh I think you mean I do the meatballs and marinara and how do you do it dad how do I do it how do you do it? Oh. Well, we do it with savory ground beef covered, covered in tangy, tangy marinara. That's how, honey. At Papa Murphy's, we make great pizza. And don't forget the meatballs. Order now at PapaMurphy's.com. Man, the meatballs are so, so good. Papa Murphy's Pizza, the official pizza of the Monty Show. Download the Papa Murphy's mobile app. Just leave it on your phone. I'm telling you guys, you can order anytime you want. 
A lot of times in, you know, when we smoke pizza, generally Friday nights is Papa Murphy's pizza. Um, we'll order it like six in the morning when we're working out of the gym or at the driving range. We'll be like, oh, I got to order Papa Murphy's. We'll order it at 6 a.m. for like 7.30 at night pickup. And it's sitting on the to-go rack at 7.30. Pizza, marinara meatballs, take and bake chocolate chip cookies. Ding. Good to go. That's the greatness of Papa Murphy's pizza. And the thing I love about Papa Murphy's is, you know when you order like crappy delivery pizza it's really greasy. It can be crushed. It's probably not warm. Because it's garbage. At Papa Murphy's, you get fresh dough. You get fresh ingredients. All of their vegetables are fresh. Their cheese is freshly grated. Like everything's fresh and it saves you so much time. Because all you do, pick it up, pop it in the oven. 20 minutes later, you've got the best pizza you've had from Papa Murphy's Pizza. Make sure you tell them you heard about it. On the Monty Show, our number two of the Monty Show is presented by our good friends at Triday Trading, TridayTrading.com slash Monty. You guys, I say it every day, Triday Trading is your ticket out. And you guys know that we're entrepreneurs. We work for ourselves. We've been talking about it all day. You know, we're growing a business. We have a business model that we're working. What is your business model for your life? TridayTrading.com can play a pivotal part in that. Because if you're one of those people that's getting forced to go back into the office and you don't want to do that, TridayTrading.com slash Monty. If you're one of those people who's like, I'm tired of struggling financially, what if I said to you, hey, in the next 12 months, you can make $240,000 because you went to TridayTrading.com. That's what's possible. But will you do it? Will you finally stop promising yourself and start doing for yourself? Will you promise yourself again and again and again that this is a year I'm going to change jobs. Well, don't keep lying to yourself. Don't erode that relationship with yourself. Get to TridayTrading.com. Sign up for their 30-day $10 trial membership. You give them $10. They donate it to charity. It's a tax write-off for you. And then in those 30 days, you get their entire program. All of the high-level coaching. They assign you an expert day trader who is your coach. He's your guy. They tell you, hey, Here's how you do it. Here's how I do it. Structure your day. Everything from, hey, this is how I do it. How do you want to do it? What are you struggling with? Like you have somebody to lean on, to talk to, and not just while you're doing the program. Their relationships are long lasting so that you always have support. And the best part is that you can stop saying to yourself, man, I wish I was going to Disneyland or driving that Porsche or living in that house. Because when you work at the Triday Trading Program, you graduate, they open up an account and they put money in there for you to trade. You don't trade your own money to start. You trade their money and they give you 80% of the profit at trydaytrading.com slash Monty. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. A lot going on today. Um... Tanner Plummer says, James Knight, 2024. Yes. James Knight says, if I get 10 people to vote for me to win the Amazon card, do I win? Well, no. Because what am I supposed to say to to people like, let's see, who, who are our entries right now? I would still say that Maury Alvarez is probably still in the lead. What do I say to Maury, James? Look at look at Maury look at and the kids and the the mango tango and the TV on in the background. James, what what do I say about that? What do I say to 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 Laura Weiss who's got the can of Miami on on the beautiful? I want to say that's her couch. 
I'm guessing, or her. Oh, I thought that was chair. a granite countertop. Or her beautiful granite countertop. Come on. Who, what do I say? What do I say to Harry, who's eating a buck bar? What do I say to Brandon Unruh, whose life we single-handedly changed? He's benching 225, 35 times now because of bucked up. Yeah, dude. I'm probably going. Do you even lift? I mean, look at my guy. Look at Mark. Andrade, Texas Tech, he's got the, the, the pink lemonade. He's advocating for the underrated pink lemonade. What do I say? We're not grow cocking this thing. Nothing? Okay. Uh, you know. I, I, I agree. We can't we can't have a grow cock moment here. You man. at least gotta you at least gotta tweet a picture of something. I mean the minimum on votes would have to be because now we have so many people that watch during during like Back then, we only literally had like 30 people watching at once. You know. So, Grocock only needed like 12 votes or whatever it was. Now, I think you'd need like, you know, 40, 50 at least. All right. Uh, let's see. T. Higgins is a badass for $5. I went through every sports channel on YouTube TV, and there is ACC Network, Big Ten Network, SEC Network, but no Pac-12 Network. No, I'm pretty sure it's on there, dude. Jake is confusing Hulu. No. I watch I've watched Pac-12 Network on YouTube TV. Jake. Jake. Okay, let me pull out the old Oh, easy. Google machine here. Uh Lance Johnson says give it to your doctor Monty services rendered. Seriously. Uh Phil says I I am retired hitman in Vegas. Might be true. Maury Alvarez, if I win, I'm spending it on stuff for my third grade classroom. Well, I think you have to lead right now, Maury. Only two hours to go. Uh, Brandon Unruh, I had Miami in mind too, LOL. Oh, really, sir? Let's see. Yes, you did, Brandon. Had some L LFG, BCAs. You had the the uh, powder in back there, the whey protein isolate, and the Miami with two cups. Telling you. Not to be confused with three cups. Yeah. Stop. Stop. What? I'm just asking. Stop it. Uh, Mike Smith, next time Monty goes to the doctor, he will have a buckshot waiting in there to shock him. Okay. Um, Mark324, will the Pac-12 be able to sell the Pac-12 network assets to help offset Comcast-owed monies? Jesus. Well, there is quite the debate about this. And I don't think that they will have to offset. I don't, it, it, hmm. I'm not clear on it. I don't want to guess. Is there a Pac-12 network, Jake? Oh, it must have been removed. Well, Jake got it wrong. Who knew? Uh, I don't want to guess on it, and I'm trying to get an answer, but from what I can gather, Comcast is not currently paying the Pac-12 network. They are simply not paying and using the money they overpaid to cover their, their carriage cost. Will there be a balance at the end of the season? We'll see. But I think the Pac-12 network's are absolutely going to sell off their assets mm -hmm. because it looks now like the conference won't exist and the Pac-12 network will disappear. The question is, if Oregon State and Washington State are the last two standing members, will they get the money? Everybody's asking it. The answer is no. They are not the last two standing members. The contract runs through June 30th of 2023. That's when the grant of rights ends. That's when the conference ceases to exist. So all 12 of the members or all members who are in the conference at that point, which is the 12, they will all, A, be responsible for any outstanding debt. 
B, reap the proceeds, should there be any, of what's left. Because remember, again, you have the conferences under litigation with the Holiday Bowl for UCLA. And so you have all these other issues. At the end of the day, if the balance sheet is balanced and there's money left over, it's evenly divided. Thanks. So yeah, we'll see. We shall see. Uh, Jeremy Callahan, put me down for five votes for Maury Alvarez. See, Maury, Maury's in the lead. I'm telling you. Maury's in the lead. James Knight, vote one James Knight, Amazon gift card. <laughs> uh, Gary says, no Pac-12 network on YouTube TV. Yeah, I guess they took it off. I I very much confidently remember it being there. Don't fuck. Thank you. I don't think it's there, Jake. I don't think it's there. Mike Smith, is the pack still paying for the sweet Larry Scott suite? Yeah. No, they're not. Uh, Kurt Myers, guys, 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 vote guys, JK. Guys, 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 Can't do it. Yeah, you, you just hey, guys. Tweet hey, a picture, guys. James Knight. It's not that hard. Instagram a picture. It's not that, car, that hard. It really isn't. Uh, vote for McNabb season. What does that mean? Vote for McNabb season. Uh, all right, let's switch gears uh, on the Monty Show and talk about the uh, NBA. Because I do want to get to um, a couple of things here. And actually, let me switch gears on that too. Let's talk about this first take barstool thing before we get to NBA. Mm-hmm. Did What do you guys, are, are you guys barstool fans? Let me Let me ask you that. Are you barstool fans? Because there is a very interesting situation, if you will, with Barstool. It came out today that Barstool is in serious financial difficulties. They just went through a round of layoffs. And in the first quarter of this year, Penn lost $16 million on Barstool. Um. So the backstory is, you know, that Barstool was largely sold to Penn Entertainment, who leveraged the brand and opened up a sports book after the name, using the name Barstool's bet. Failed miserably. Penn sold Barstool back to Dave Portnoy for a dollar. Then Penn immediately turned around, did a deal with ESPN for ESPN bet, and now they're growing a, a branded sports book. But what nobody is talking about is the fact that Barstool has been left in financial ruins. And I think it is in question if they survive. Dave Portnoy is not a guy that gives up easily. You know he's going to grind his face off to try and save that thing. But my biggest question is who knows Barstool and who watches Barstool? I don't believe that I have seen outside of some Instagram golf channels I don't believe that I've ever seen a Barstool product. I have never watched a podcast. I only, I really only know, I think, two personalities there, Dave Portnoy and Big Cat. But I've never watched a show. I've never listened to a podcast. And now, granted, maybe I'm, maybe I'm just not their guy. But, Jake, you're in their prime demo. Mm-hmm. What do you know about Barstool? Yeah, I mean, I don't know much about Barstool. I don't, I don't see them a whole lot. I agree. I see them, you know... For golf occasionally, you'll see a snippet here or there on social media when you're flipping around, like, but it's not something that's like regularly in front of my face. And that's why I kind of wonder, like, I like, yeah, I, I I could go and find you, but it's not something where I'm like, yeah, I really need to go and find Barstool because I saw this clip that was just really good and 
I want more of that. Right. Like I, I, it doesn't have that effect on me. And, and, and so I don't know, like, yeah, I think Barstool, you know, several years ago, I remember Barstool having some reputation issues. You know, I know Dave had made some comments or something and there was some drama around it, but, but generally speaking, like, I don't, I, I just don't see enough of them. I, I literally couldn't tell you what their most popular show is. I can't, I can't speak to Barstool the way I can speak to Pat McAfee or the way I can speak to, you know, uh, uh, um, you know, I guess the brand ESPN. Like I can't speak to, I can't even think of another platform that would even compare to Barstool, honestly. Like, no, you know, like they're sort of this hybrid mashup of like, I guess podcasts and stuff. But like I said, that's kind of what I mean. Like, I can't really speak confidently in even what they do because uh, I don't know what they do. And that's a big problem for them, especially as someone who does a sports show and like is in the sports loop. Like, dude, if something's going on with someone, I'm probably going to know about it. Right. Whether we talk about it on the show or not, it's a different conversation. But but I do think that we're pretty in the loop on things happening. And I just don't see Barstool almost anywhere. So if I got to go looking for you, that's a problem. Well, that's an interesting point because I'm 50 and I all I do all day is watch and listen to sports content. Never seen it. You're 30 and all you do all day is watch and listen to sports content and you've never seen it. Yeah. That's a that's a really good point and and I want to get into the comments because I'm curious where you guys come from on this. Lopes Van Gabe says, "I've never interacted with Barstool Barstool content or even knew it existed. I recognize Barstool as a brand for bros, but that's about it. Boy, that might be spot on. That might be yeah, spot on. I mean, I, I know, uh, you know, that's on, really on, close on Gabe. Twitter. You know, they have, uh, I know the, the golf brand foreplay is, is a big golf brand on Twitter that, that, you know, is really successful and does a lot of video content and yeah. does a podcast and, you know, does a bunch of stuff, but I, 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 again, that, but, but like, I don't know them as being a barstool product. I know them because I follow a bunch of golf guys and Twitter knows that I might like that. I don't know that as barstool. Yeah, boy, that's interesting. That's a really good point. That's a really, really good point. And Gabe, Gabe's a sports guy. Gabe's a college guy. Gabe's a dad, a husband. Um, you know, like, I mean, you're, you're the guy that they're chasing. That you are the guy that they are that that they are chasing. Uh, too much gravy says Barstool is now bar poop. That's not good. Uh, barstool bear poop. Okay. Cow turd. Okay. <laughs> What's the poop reference? Uh, would never have heard of Barstool if not for the Pat McAfee show. That's right. Pat was on Barstool. Yes. Uh, Jeremy Callahan. Okay. Enough Barstool. Let's go back to crowning Maury Albert as the winner of the Amazon thing. Mm -hmm. Working on it. Uh, Conference Commissioner Gumby, I'm a man. I'm almost 40. Exactly. Yeah, dude. Exactly. I'm a man. Gabe says, I stick to the Monty Show and John Boy when it comes to sports content. That's about it. John Boy Media, another one. Massive layoffs, financial trouble. Like mm -hmm. It's tough to be in that business if you are not well-heeled and if you are not well-supported. And I can tell you doing what we do, we're not, we're not the richest dudes on the planet. No. Like we... We run a very tight business ship specifically because you're always at risk. You are, you know, we're only as strong as you are as our listeners, right? So if people don't listen to our show, we're going to struggle with that. 
And I, I think when you look at places like Bar School and Pat McAfee is a very interesting one because Pat has never struggled. But Pat has also hopped around. Now, Pat's also an NFL veteran, a punter. He's a personality. He's got WWE. I mean, he's got game day. Now yeah. he's fully ESPN. So, like, Pat's a personality and a professional athlete, which helps him immensely. But now there's a lot of people who feel like Pat McAfee's selling out because Pat McAfee is going to ESPN starting, what, September 7th, I believe. Yeah. And I, a lot of people feel like Pat is selling out. I don't think Pat McAfee's selling out. I totally disagree with that. I think Pat's doing what's best for Pat. If you want to pay me $54 million, which is allegedly what he's getting annually from them, knock yourself out. Yep. Because they're taking all the sales off his plate. They're taking all the HR, the, the financials, the production, the, pro, the producers, the staff, all of it. Pat doesn't have to do anything but do the show, do WWE, which, by the way, is going to become a ESPN in-house production, I believe, uh, because they're going to partner with UFC, who's housed at ESPN. Like, the synergy is remarkable. Yeah. And Pat is going to be counted on, though, to save college game day. Pat's going to be counted on to bring a younger, larger demo Back to ESPN. Now, does he do that? I don't know. I watch Pat on a... Jake and I tend to battle over Jim Rome versus <clears throat> Pat McAfee on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. I watch Pat McAfee pretty much every day. And I think that I have a real question about whether or not he can do that. I don't know that Pat McAfee is anybody's savior. And it is, it is really interesting to see a brand with the power of ESPN that's gone through so much corporate bullshit this year. Yeah. Like the, the Disney push down and it's really interesting to see how much money they've invested in Pat McAfee and what the return will be. That's the, the big question for me, because yeah. when you put that kind of money and resource into Pat, he's got to produce for you. He's got, I mean, because this is a guy that routinely has 25,000 people watching his show at any one time. That's a massive number. It's a massive number. He's got, what, 2.2 million subscribers on, on YouTube. Here we are celebrating 25,000, right? He's a massive entity. But he's going to leave that entity behind to go and be ESPN. And I, I, I'm curious how much of that translates. Yeah, you know, I think it's... I think it's tough. Like I, <clears throat> I think for ESPN and really in the industry again, because we're in it, I can speak to it. Like you know, quantifying value is the name of the game. You know, and so I, I think for Pat, that's why YouTube was such a good fit because YouTube tells you how many people are watching. You don't have to guess like you do in radio or or you know on a TV product of some variety or something. Like you know, yeah. So for Pat, I think yeah, I uh, I agree. If I was getting paid fifty four million, I'd probably go too. It is what it is. Yeah, interesting. Lance Johnson, I think they have books in a few casinos in Kansas. I don't know any more, though. Uh, OG Gary says, last I heard, if they shadow ban a lot of Barstool content because of Dave and call her daddy and, other, and some other shows. Well, Dave Portnoy, who is the founder and really the czar at Barstool, has had a lot of, 
And I will be careful in saying a lot of controversies surrounding his interaction with women. And he has been accused of some really gnarly Trevor Bauer type stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I think there's going to be some interesting. I, I, I don't shadow bans an interesting word, Gary. They, I mean, that's that's interesting. Yeah, maybe there's a reason you don't see him around. I I, I don't know. That, that's what that's why he's I keep not a popular dude. <clears throat> well, he, clearly, right? yeah, clearly Dave Portnoy is not a popular guy. But but just because the owner of something's not popular doesn't mean the brand can't survive or succeed or do what it needs to do. So to me, I I I that's why I say it's kind of it's kind of interesting because yeah, maybe shadow ban is the word we need to use because right? YouTube absolutely employs shadow banning tactics with uh, certain accounts that behave cer a certain way. So maybe that is something that's going on. I don't know if it is or not, and I'm certainly not saying I hope that on Barstool, but no, I just think it's fascinating that I I don't see him around. I rarely see him on social and that's media. What I'm you don't like, run you into don't, their shit. Like, like, you don't just happen into yeah. Dave Portnoy's podcast. I or, happen into Pat stuff all the time. I happen yeah. into, into, you know, ESPN highlights all the time. I happen into, you know, car videos all the time but i don't happen in the barstool stuff and i don't know why that is and i like i see big cat this guy big i don't this is how little i know big cat's one of their better personalities and i see him on instagram i don't see him anywhere else yeah so uh charred cake college age viewer here they have accounts for every school barstool has accounts for every school uh, I like their shit posts, but they're pretty much all I hear from it. That's probably not their goal. But yeah, if you're a college age guy, you're their you're their you're their target audience. Mm -hmm. So that's interesting. Phoenix uh, Master, I'm a college student and never have been interested in Barstool. Who that hurts? Mark Thorpe, I tried to enjoy Barstool. Downloaded their app, but there was zero content of interest in the end. Ow. Didn't even know they had an app. Yeah, I didn't know Barstool had an app. I did not know that. That's, ooh, that hurts. Uh, too Much Gravy says Barstool as good as the pack deal. Well, that's probably not good. You know you, know you got a problem, and, and again, I know. That's not good. I know we're not pad. I know we don't have 2.2 million subs or whatever it is, but like our comment section is pretty active and lively. And usually it's pretty diverse in opinion. Yeah. You know when the opinion for most of these comments is, hey, we don't know Barstool. You got a problem, bro. You've got an absolute issue. And and I also might point out about the whole not seeing their contents thing. Like, it's not hard to get your content out. It's not hard to, to get it widely seen. Now, retaining viewership and... You know, you, what, what you're able to bring in and keep is totally different than just having it seen once. So... I, yeah, I don't know. I, I think that Barstool is a brand that, yeah, is struggling. I, I, I think that when you have massive overhead Ooh. and you try to run a big ship, you damn well better sell that thing. And when Dave has had some of the troubles he's had, that makes it more challenging. Yeah. Uh, Mike Smith, uh, it's hard out there for a pimp. Yes, it is. James Knight, does uh, Bucked Up recommend kids drinking their products? I don't know. I would, I would always recommend you read labels. Uh, I don't have... I don't know. The answer is I don't know what they recommend. You can, I'm sure if you go to buckedup.com, you can, yeah. uh, the information's there. There's no doubt. They're very big about labeling and, you know, I have their, I have their um, buckshot or their energy drink right here. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. If, if you, if you're, I would encourage you to read all labels on things you drink.
and eat and consume. Uh, Timo14, never been a big into Barstool, very much targeted the frat guys. Portnoy is unlikable, so I could never get into it. Portnoy is rather unlikable. See that, and that's. I issue. agree with that. You know, you know, Barstool for Portnoy, not Barstool for Sports Talk. Yes, yeah, I I agree with that. RB Media says McAfee is okay, but nothing great. Uh the thing I like about Pat, his guests are really good guests. Yes, and I think that's big, and I think he just when football season is here, Pat Pat McAfee is a very good show to listen to. The thing I don't like about Jim Rome is I get average guests that nobody's ever heard of. Or there's is, no reason to put them on. That is not compelling to me. Yeah. And he spent an hour the other day talking about taking his kid to college. And I'm okay if talking about taking your kid to college. It can't be for an hour. Yeah. And and Jim does a lot of that. And to be perfectly transparent, I used to work for Jim at Fox. His his grind is second to none. I love the dude and I love his show, but there are just times where he meanders just a little too far, and I I it, it it's a turnoff for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, RB says I'm actually not a Pat Mac fan. Why not, Mike Smith? I have not watched a college or NFL pregame show on networks in years. Really interesting. I'm not a game day viewer. I I flip in and out. I also am not home on a lot of Saturday mornings. Uh, I am a golfer and a snowboarder. And I am an early morning golfer and snowboarder. I'm first guy in line at the lift. I am usually one of the first five tee times at Canyons uh, up in Park City. Like, I am not a guy that sits home. I it, It's very interesting. And again, we'll, in about an hour, we'll talk about this whole physical thing I had today. Yeah. I'm just not a sit-on-the-couch guy during the summer. I, I can't do it. Fall, winter, when football's on, yeah, I'm going to watch a lot of football. I love it. I am passionate about it. But I am not a sit-around-and-watch-TV guy right now. It's 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 been a big change for me. I just don't enjoy it the way I used to, frankly. So yeah. it's yeah. not – I'm not – and I've never been in a Fox pregame show for NFL or CBS or – it's just never been my thing, man. Like, it, it's – I don't find it compelling. Yeah. And I also think it's important to to recognize we work in the industry, so... Yeah, there's a lot of, hey, let's do a show five days a week, and then, yeah, let's sit home and watch, you know, a pregame show. No, we no. don't want to do that. No. No, I'm not doing that. Yeah, like, uh, it's just not fun. Mike Smith, Pat will meet on ESPN and still keeps his YouTube channel. But the question is, whose YouTube channel will he be on, ESPN or his own? Because I'm pretty certain he's not going to be on his own YouTube channel full-time. He will post highlights, and he will post videos. He will post vlogs to his YouTube channel. Because why wouldn't you? When you have 2.2 million subscribers, you're just giving money away at that point. But I think he will be live on ESPN's YouTube channel. Yeah. I don't think he will be. I I could be wrong. ESPN's not going to do a deal where... Maybe I'm wrong, and maybe it's just a new thing for ESPN, but I'd be very surprised if ESPN inked a new talent who's not going to be on there. I would agree with that. That doesn't make sense. I would agree with that because ESPN is not stupid. ESPN is very much about a business. But but notice, notice like with Pat, whether you like the guy or don't, 
at least you know Pat. You've seen his show. You've tuned in. You've watched. You know the product. And that's why I think brands such as Barstool sometimes run into some adversity because you just don't know them. It's too, you know, like spread out and like just not organized and and it's too just all over the place. I know what I'm getting when I turn on Jim Rome. I know what I'm getting when I turn on Pat McAfee. I think generally you guys know what you're getting when you turn on our show. Um, And you know what you, you get when you go to the advocates, which is the best legal services in the business. I was involved in a hit and run accident. My chiropractor recommended me to the advocates. They completely took care of everything. Now that my case has been settled, I feel like I can go back to my normal life, all thanks to the advocates. The advocates at theadvocates.com. Telling you guys the best injury attorneys in the business where you never pay the advocates unless and until they win your case. And a lot of people say, man, I can't afford an attorney. When you go to the advocates, that's not a concern because they're not going to charge you consultation fees. You're not paying retainers. In fact, right now, did you know if you go to theadvocates.com, you can chat with an injury attorney live online. So if you were in a car accident and you're really stressing and you're struggling about paying your rent because of this accident or you got hurt at work and you're worried about how you're going to you know, support your family, let the advocates take those concerns off your plate so you can focus on getting healthy and right. The advocates at theadvocates.com. Make sure you tell them you heard about it. On the Monty Show, um, just generally talking about sports media and talking about um, where you guys get content from and, and how you guys... Um, how you guys go about finding your football. Hellbilly says Neil Brown will be using Tri-Day trading by the end of the year. I actually think he signed up already. (laughs) That's cold-blooded. Fake Tom Osborne for $2. Barstool streaming broadcasts on Pac-12 Network. I believe that's true. Probably does. I believe that's true. Right. Could be wrong. Uh, Welcome our newest member. Boy, this is going to be... This is going to be... Xanatos Clutch. Who the f*** is that guy? Xanatos. Hey, man. Who the f*** are you? Welcome to the show, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the show, my guy. Uh, Xanatos, your first comment. An unrealistic as this is, if TNT can get college game day with how they produce inside the NBA, that would be sweet. Ooh, now, now you're talking my language because Mm -hmm. ESPN just fired a... uh, a behind-the-scenes guy, laid off, didn't fire him, laid him off. Um, And he was a really important figure in live event production on, on ESPN. I am fascinated by the look and feel of game day this year. I, 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 you cannot tell me, you cannot tell me that college game day is going to feel the same way as it always has. I'm not buying trying it. to control their little world. I'm not buying it, dude. I am not buying it. They have changed so much there. So much there. Cannot do it. Um, Lance Johnson, the ACC must have the advocates never pay anything. CSMU. Wow. Uh, T. Lawrence Gragston, my, where you been? It's about time Let's you showed go, up, T. bud. I only know the sports uh, book Barstool Sports. Well... They're gone now. They're dead. So wait, do you do podcast? Are you a sports book? Are you just Dave Portnoy? Who are like you see what I mean? Yeah. It's interesting. Mike Maples. 
I get my daily sports here and the fantasy footballers don't even listen to the radio anymore. Really? Radio's radio's a dying breed, dude. And again, garbage. You're you're watching a show that is, according to YouTube, top five percent in sports talk streamers in the world. Mm-hmm. On their entire platform, which is remarkable. We just today passed 25,000 subscribers. So you're looking at a situation where the game is changing in sports content. The yeah. game, you, you look at the way, I'll go to Script Sports and the Las Vegas Golden Knights deal. Script Sports is, is the official rights partner of the Las Vegas Golden Knights in Nevada. They're going to be seen in Nevada, parts of Arizona, I, I believe northern Arizona, Utah, and Idaho. And they're going to not have to sell their own their own TV package. It's ridiculous because Scripps was able to come in and say, like you look at this Diamond Sports Group deal with the, the Arizona Diamondbacks. Mm-hmm. Like Diamond Sports Group had all of these rights deals – particularly in baseball, because I think it's a better example. And they're like, yeah, we're just not going to pay you guys. We're struggling financially. We're not going to pay you. It, it's crazy yeah. the way sports media is working. So you get into these situations like Barstool. And if you're just tuning into the show today, Barstool laid a bunch of people off, and they are in financial difficulties right now. Dave Portnoy is trying to figure out how to keep Barstool afloat. And it, it's shocking to me. Yeah. It is absolutely shocking to me that, that, that that's the case. Spangler, wow, there's a, a fuck ton of YouTube out there in, that nobody watches. Nobody watches. Nobody watches. A brother says 25,000 subs. Yeah, dude, how about that? Yeah. You guys, we Wild. did it. 25,000 subscribers on the Monty Show. We are at 25,184 subscribers. Please hit the like button. Hit subscribe if you have not. Uh, Let's talk Kobe Bryant because I want to get into this a little bit. Um, And I see all the comments about thank you for the 25K. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Uh, Or congratulations. Thank you for that. Uh, I really do appreciate it. Uh, Football 50 in 15 minutes. But up until then, let's talk about Kobe Bryant. The Los Angeles Lakers today on 824, which is – Kobe's old numbers, number eight, number 24. The Lakers announced today by video of Vanessa Bryant, Kobe's widow, that they are going to unveil a statue of Kobe in February, early February, in front of Crypto.com Arena. And he is going to be amongst the Kareems, the magics of the world. He is going to be the Elgin Baylors of the world in, in with all those statues. And a lot of people today celebrate Kobe Bryant. But a lot of people today were also saying that Kobe Bryant's not the greatest Laker of all time. Is that indeed the case? Is Kobe Bryant the greatest Laker of all time? One, I think he absolutely deserves a statue. I can't believe there's not one out there already. We were there when we were there this year for Christmas. We were standing out there looking at him. Yeah. And I was actually thinking to myself, I wonder why Kobe doesn't have a statue. But is Kobe Bryant the greatest Laker of all time? I mean, for me, he is, but I, I think it's such a difficult question because it depends on how old you are. 
You know, I mean, if you're, you know, 15 years old right now, you're going to say Braun's the best Laker of all time, right? But if you're a millennial, you're going to say Kobe. You know, hell, if you're Gen X, you're probably going to say Kobe. But if you're a baby boomer, boomer, you're probably going to say Magic, right? Mm-hmm. You're probably going to say one of, you know, Kareem, Kareem or yeah, I mean, you know, Elgin certainly. But I, you know, I I yeah, Jerry me, West. Uh yeah, Jerry West is definitely in that conversation, no doubt about it. Uh but for me it's an impossible conversation. For me, he's the best Laker of all time. He's the guy I grew up watching on Christmas Day. He's the guy that I connected to with the Lakers. Not Magic Johnson, not Kareem, not Jerry West, like Kobe. Like, that's it. Kobe, Christmas Day, Lakers, Celtics in the finals. Like, that's my guy. I think it's Kareem in the conversation. Kareem, Jerry West. I think you have to put Magic in there, and I think it's Kobe. Yeah. I think that's it. I think that's the entirety of it. LeBron does not count. Yeah, I think the problem for Braun is he doesn't have the longevity as a Laker. And he's not a Laker. He's a Cav. LeBron James will forever be a Cleveland Cavalier. Yeah. That's just a – and he's more of a Miami Heat player than he is a Laker player. Yeah, for me, he's a Heat. I mean, I know he's grew up, you know, in Akron and all that. but Won a championship in Cleveland. And, yeah, I, I think he is a he is a, a contract – Killer for the Lakers. Yes. The mercenary. Yes. When I look at, at at the guys that I'm talking about, I want guys who really made their hay as a Laker. You can say that about Kareem. You Obviously Magic. Obviously Jerry. And obviously Kobe. And Kobe won with and without Shaq, which I think was huge. And I think the icon... When you think about today, when you think L.A. Lakers, who do you think about? You think about Kobe Bryant. Yeah. I think, obviously, his death, the helicopter crash, and the, I think, the Eagle Colorado situation. I think his feud with Shaq. All of that matters. But one thing matters more than everybody else, and that's winning, and he's won. And I think when you look at the things that he and, and Shaq did and then winning with Powell, I, I think there's no doubt in my mind that Kobe Bryant's the greatest Laker of all time. Yeah, and I, and I also think that this, this factor of what Kobe did off the floor for people, just generally just average Joe guy, is huge. I, and, and, you know, maybe this is something that the, you know, commenters disagree on, but, but I think it matters absolutely in the NBA. I think that that LeBron hasn't done nearly as much uh, in terms of legacy off the court uh, no. than Kobe did. And I think, you know, there are so many, like I see Kobe talking on social media all the time, bro. Whether it was the USC sit down yes. he did or just any type of, all kinds of stuff. We were right? watching a video of him at the Drew the other day. Yeah, like, uh, uh, you know, roasting James Harden at the Drew during the lockout or during the NBA. Like, I, you know, it was... It just is, it's all over the place. And and that's why I say it's an impossible question to ask and answer. And that's why I choose to answer it by saying, yes, for me, Kobe's the greatest Laker of all time. Kobe's that dude. Yeah, because he's that guy. He's the guy that I grew up loving. He's the guy that I loved before Kevin Durant was in the league. He's the guy that I loved before Steph was in the league. He was the guy that I loved when, when it was, when it was Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett and Rajon Rondo and, you know, like, that was the guy. He was the guy I looked forward to watching uh, as much as yeah. possible, dude. Uh, 
X. We're just going to call you X. Uh, Kobe would have been a billionaire by his 50s. Dude was in uh, inclination for business. He, he was an awesome yeah. businessman. Uh, a lot of magic votes. Kane Hawk says magic. And Donuts says Mamba. Famlor says George Mikan is a candidate for greatest Laker. Yeah, but Minneapolis Lakers. Uh, Brandon Unruh says I'd take Kobe over Braun any day. Yes. Jeremy Callahan, Magic, Kareem Wilt, the logo, Shaq, Kobe, LeBron. Those are the seven. Yeah. Giggity. Where is Alex Caruso amongst Laker greats? And Austin Reeves. <laughs> Man, you're such a hater. You're I love such me some Austin Reeves, dude. Uh, Spangler. To me, it's Magic or Shaq. Oh, Kobe's a better Laker than Shaq. Yeah. And I had the luxury of being there, covering them. Kobe's a better The Laker differences between Kobe and Shaq is Kobe's a lifer, right? That also matters, in my opinion. Yeah, Co Shaq was a short-timer. Yeah. A really good one. Uh, Candyman says Magic. Lance Johnson says Kareem, Magic, Jerry West. Yeah, but they're not. But I don't think Jerry's more of a Laker than Kobe. I don't even think that's close. I truly think it comes down to Magic versus Kobe. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Uh, Jimmy, Magic, Kobe, Kareem. Best part of Kareem's career was with the Bucks. That's an argument. Certainly that's an argument. Certainly, certainly I think you have to have that one for sure. Um, Lance says James Worthy. Uh, I don't even think he's in the conversation. James was an, a phenomenal player. Phenomenal. I don't think he's in that conversation. Uh, let's see. Bryce Martin says Braun is only the best Cavalier all time because they literally, there's literally no one else in their history. Got to win championships to be legendary. Right. And I think, yeah, uh, too much gravy says shout out to Mo Bamba. Well, it can't be Mo Bamba because Mo only had one year with the Lakers and he really never played. Yeah. Shout out to Mo Bamba. You know, I know you, you know, uh, Capazzo. Kobe's statue should be placed right next to Carl Malone since they're both suspected sex offenders. Wow. Glad the Jazz fans could enter the chat. Wow. Uh, X says uh, Gen Xers are going to claim MJ. Well, we're not talking about greatest player of all time. We're talking greatest about greatest Laker. Laker. Uh, Braun is Cleveland, Spangler says. I agree. OG Gary, Kobe was the closest thing to Jordan, and neither of uh, the other Lakers were close to Jordan. And looking at Kobe's journey and everything, easy, undisputed goat Laker. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Mike Smith, I guess it depends on your age. For many, uh, you connect more with those you watch play. Some people have never seen the greats play. There, there's now people coming up that have never saw Kobe play. So, uh, DCB says, Braun is a Laker like Montana is a chief. Okay. I... Ron won a championship. Joe Montana didn't win a championship with the Chiefs. Joe's, a, but Joe, he, he, there's no doubt. Joe's a 49er. Joe Montana. Yeah, Joe Montana's a 49er. Joe Montana's a San Francisco 49er. Facts. You know. Uh, James, Magic Johnson is the best Laker. He passed the ball and could run the offense better than 95% of point guards in the NBA. He's phenomenal. There's no doubt. Lopes fan game. I don't know. James Knight, my first thought was, how did Kobe not have a statue before his passing, let alone now? I don't think it's about his death in this case. Yeah, I don't think so either. No, I don't think they're just putting one up because he died. He was going to no. get a statue either way. I just think that... I, you know what the thing is with it? it, it it's philosophical because it, on one hand, somebody, and, and this is kind of my take, I think, hey, Kobe passed. 
you got to get through that initial grieving period, which in league terms is at least a year. And then I think yeah. any time after yeah. that, you could commemorate him by putting a statue up. But but the problem is, is you don't you have to be really mindful about how it comes off to the public because it's Kobe. You cannot mess that up. So I think the and safe, Vanessa has to be involved. And Vanessa has to be involved. So I think the yeah. safer play is to wait and and it is to kind of let some time pass, let people heal, and allow people to be in a position to celebrate the statue when you do put it up. And I think you have to have Shaq there. I think you have to have Pow there. Yeah. I think you have to have Phil there. I think you really need to be very, very careful with that. Um, wow. Look at Boss Frog. $200. Okay, dude, we get it, dude. We get it. You're papered up, all right? Love you, dude. Look, SMU, we get it. Greatest Laker, Dr. Jerry Buss count. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. Jerry Buss counts. That's a good one. Congrats on 25K subs. Keep it up. We're here to support you. Appreciate you, Mo. Yeah, appreciate you, bro. Really appreciate you. You're, yeah. yeah. Next time we're in Dallas, we got to do it. Yeah. Next time we're in Dallas, we got to do it. T. Higgins. Elgin Baylor being completely disrespected. Elgin, look, I, I, I think... For better or for worse, the fact that Elgin went to the Clippers and has had spent so much time with the Clippers hurts him. Yeah. He's got a statue. Yeah. He's got a statue. But, but I didn't look, and, and I know this sucks, but I never got to watch Elgin. I could go and find highlights on YouTube. Yeah, but, but we I, all know that's different. But but again, I I work there from nineteen ninety nine to two thousand and two. And Elgin just is not well, he's not beloved amongst Laker fans because of his relationship with the former crap bag owner of the Clippers, whose name I'm not going to say on this show. <laughs> and the, yeah. he, he, he's, he went to the dark side. Yeah. And I, as a player, sure. But there's more to it than that. It's why we're talking about Eagle Colorado with Kobe. Yeah. Because you can't not talk about it. T, and I don't disagree with you as a player, but his time with the Clippers hurts him. Yeah. Mark Thorpe for $20. Thank you, Mark. On this anniversary of the Shatterproof Alliance. Oh, my God. Uh, how much effect did George Klyovkov's comments that he might shop the Big 12 contribute even a little to the Pac-12's collapse? BY never disrespected George like George disrespected BY. I think it had no no impact, but it is absolutely salt in the wound. You don't forget. Hmm. George had more of an impact on that comment, but I don't think that comment. You're not wrong, but I don't think that comment ultimately played in the the, Dude, the the comment didn't didn't get your mark to be like, yeah, we're gonna go and hustle the Pac-12. Yeah. Like that's not yeah. what happened. But yeah. when the Pac-12 burned to the ground, and you know you added four out of the Pac-12, and you know you were a main reason, you know, a new yes. home for schools, you didn't yes. really feel bad about that. Yes. Uh, big bad brass balls for five dollars. Bulls, bulls, nice bulls. Yeah. Uh, Jake is right when he says Kobe is the goat because he grew up with him. Who's the best actor? Catherine Hepburn, Meryl Streep. Who'd you grow up with? Leo. Greatest actor of all time is who? Uh, DiCaprio. Bro, we good? We good out here right now? DiCaprio is the greatest actor of all. No. No. I have to say, Rock Hudson. 
Nothing? No, you don't even know who that is. Um, no. You don't even know who that is. Why don't you actually... Okay, I'll, okay. You can you step don't up know on who the T-Box is. again. Who, who's the greatest actor of all time? Charlton Heston. Okay, I'll give you another chance. <laughs> You're so fucked. <laughs> you we don't even certainly know that Russell Crowe. You know who Bob, Bobby D is. Yes, dude. Robert De Niro. Bobby. Yeah, Bobby D's there. Man. <laughs> Jimmy Austin. DiCaprio. Oh, my God. Exactly. Dude. Oh, Titanic. You guys see Titanic? Titanic was one of the greatest <laughs> fucking movies ever made. The handies I got to Titanic. Holy cow. Okay, well, that's not wrong. Hiscock. That's not wrong, bro. I'm so bricked up right that's now. That's not even oh wrong, Oh, my God. Bro. Oh, That's man. not wrong, bro. She leaned over a post, all right. I'm telling you now. What now? <laughs> Let me tell you what now. <laughs> Bing Rames, not the greatest actor of all time. Oh, my God. Yeah, Bogart. What do you think of Bogart? Don't know who that is, bro. Casablanca. <laughs> exactly. Daniel Day-Lewis awards would say he is. Uh, Tom Hanks, Humphrey Bogart. Denzel. Denzel's there. Denzel certainly deserves. Greatest actor of all time, Sean Connery. Capazzo says Mel Brooks. I'm sorry, Jake. I thought you said DiCaprio. <laughs> why are people hating on DiCaprio, dude? Like, why is that such a bad... Because he's not the greatest. He's your, like... Just because y'all are old hacks. Because you, you think Wolf of Wall Street is a masterpiece. No, no I think he's put together... Uh, bro, many signature have, have performances. Inception? Have you seen the Upside Down in the Van, dude? Have you seen Inception? Woke up in the airplane. Shit was real. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Who are your other favorite actors? Um, certainly Batman has to be one. What's his name? Yeah, Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe has to be. Matthew there. McConaughey's had some really good performances. Okay, so you have some taste in actors, and DiCaprio's not a bad actor. You know, uh, wow. See, it changed. Jake is now pissed. Uh, Kobe was truly the last killer in the NBA. He proved that during the Olympics when he showed uh, every upcoming superstar how to do it. Well, yeah. you're not wrong about that. You're yeah. not wrong about that. Brass Balls says Ron Jeremy deserves it. No, he's in prison. He, he DCB frogs don't play for free. Ooh, what did DCB say? I don't know. Um, boy, now there's a SC scout guy says John Wayne, baby Yoda, Bogart, duh. Rock Hudson was in the TV series, McMillan and wife, greatest actor of all time. You know, uh, you know, uh, Blake says had them Reebok kamikazes on his feet, man. You guys remember those savage, uh, Shaner dude, Saturdays are for the layoffs. Yeah, see, the layout Saturdays are for the boys. You know. Uh, Blake says Denzel. Mel Gibson? No. Mel Gibson's off-court incidents I make it hurt. Uh, Damien, Johnny Depp, he can play anyone. Yeah, that's not that's not unfair. Uh, too Much Gravy says Joe Pesci. Legend. James Knight, Australia's very own Mel Gibson. Matt Riley, <laughs> greatest actor, Bogart. Gene Wilder. Dead. Uh, a 50-year-old man <laughs> marries a 20-something hottie. Bogart rules. There you go. Uh, Mike Mapos. Leo is still the kid that killed Growing Pains. Remember, You don't remember Growing Pains. No. Dude. 
Okay. Uh, who plays Baby Yoda? I'm picking them. Isn't that CGI? <laughs> <laughs> the computer plays Baby Yoda. Lance Johnson. Paul Newman. Ooh, I love Paul Newman. Uh, brother. Jake, Jake, Jake. Are you joking? DiCaprio, seriously. Watch Scarface. He's the best actor of all time. Seriously. Do you watch a bunch of Titanic? Oh, my God. He's, you've seen Scarface. We watched it together. Mm -hmm. T. Higgins says, Boss Frog is a TCU fan with SMU-level money. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. Buddy rolls in. I'm not complaining, hey, dude. Hey, we can't. We got to. Who cares? Don't shame the rich, man. I'm not shaming anyone. I'm just saying. James Knight just has a visual with his arms out Titanic style. Do you, Jake? Do you know uh, what that's a reference to? <coughs> the Titanic. Uh, George Klyovkov acting like major college sports commissioner. Oscar award winner. No doubt about it. Back to the envelope calculations. Tainer and Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> no. No. Borat. How about Borat from Biscuits? You know. You know. That's fine. Uh, a couple more. Joaquin Phoenix. Yes. 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 Great actor. Yes. Jodie Foster. Great actor. Absolutely. Uh, Raul Julia. Is one of my favorites, but among superstars, Jack Nicholson. Yes. Certainly. Certainly. Uh, DCB channel made a comment, boss to the ACC. LOL. Ooh. Okay, now I get it. Uh, George Burns. God. Was such a good movie. Such a good movie. Jeremy Callahan, The Seavers. Oh, such a good show. I've always enjoyed Gary Oldman. Yes. Let's go. Now we're going. Drexel uh, in True Romance was killer. Gary Oldman's been in the shit, dude. Holy cow. Oh, bloody clean, methodical, and thorough. OG Gary, Charlie Chapman. No. Uh, I I went to the movies to watch Titanic four times, and it wasn't to see Leo. See what I mean? Uh, Ruff's official, Sanctimonious. Never heard of him. Win an Oscar. Uh, Blake says Pacino. Later stuff suffered like Mel Gibson. But, yeah, no dude, doubt. Scarface. Scarface was McQueen. Yes. Uh, Clint Eastwood. Yes. Clint Eastwood. Yes. Get off my lawn, yes. James Knight said. Yes. Yes. Val Kilmer. Eh. Mickey Rourke. No. Errol Flynn. Now we're talking. Alan Rickman. Now we're talking. We're not really talking. Stone Cold. Steve Austin. Uh, all right. Because we missed it again. Football 50, <laughs> 10 to the hour. <laughs> See, you bring up this stupid Leonardo DiCaprio shit, and it blows us past football. I didn't at even 50. have the balls to say Killian Murphy. I would have got roasted oh, for that. He's up there in your favorites. He's yeah. not an all timer yet, but no, he's, he's up not. there he's in your favorites. One. Yeah. All right. Uh, football fifty ten of the hour every hour on the Monty Show, uh, presented by Papa Murphy's Pizza for thirty five seconds. Sam Darnold uh, wins the number two QB job in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. What do you do with Trey Lance? Uh, yeah, you take him out to the curb like trash. John Lynch today on the great KNBR 680, the sports leader, uh, said that they are exploring all options with Trey Lance, but that likely he would remain with the 49ers. Right. Because uh, one-armed duck Brock Purdy is your starting quarterback. Sam Darnold's your number two. And Trey Lance is a complete and abject failure yeah. for the 49ers. Keep him, cut him, or trade him. Yeah, I mean, I try to trade him. I, I mean, exploring all options is 
front offices for, you know, hey, we're trading a guy, dude. Like, that's what they're doing. They're trying to trade him actively. And, you know, hey, there's a good chance he'll be here means we didn't get value in those trade conversations. Well, so, bro, bro, he's a bigger bust than Mitch, Mitch Trubisky, and I never thought I would say that. Certainly. I never thought I would say that, yes, there's a bigger bust of a trade than Mitch Trubisky, and it's Trey Lance. Yep. Uh, because all those dudes that they traded for turned into bros, and – he is not. Uh, and then there is the Colts, who have multiple offers for Jonathan Taylor, including my R and we. Ain't gonna happen. Not the Chicago Bears, because there's no chance they're trading for Jonathan <laughs> Taylor. Uh, I think he's a Miami Dolphin or a Philadelphia Eagle, and I think that's the extent of it. Yeah. And I think the Dolphins, because of the Tua situation. And the instability around Tua Tungavailoa, I think there's a real good chance that the Miami Dolphins wind up with him. I would love to see him go to the Bears. Although, did you guys see today that the Chicago Bears actually, and I know this is crazy. Uh-oh. I know this is crazy. The Bears are going to play Justin Fields in a football game. Holy wow. Sh- I know. Wow, dude. I know. Holy crap. Let's get, let's get jiggy with it. I know this is a thing. They're going to play Justin Fields Saturday in their preseason game. Do you see anything more than 10 snaps and and screens to the boundary? Yeah, I mean, I would hope so. I mean, at some point, you got to allow him to throw it down the field. I I mean, you know, as much as we want to criticize Justin for, you know, three passes behind the line of scrimmage, I think part of it is play calling, too. And that's been a big issue for the Bears going on five years. I mean, we were talking about play calling with Trubisky. We were talking about, you know, play calling uh, with a lot of... Building an offense around a quarterback that you invested in, Trey Lance and Mitch Trubisky, and then not building an offense around him, and now you got to cast him out. Yeah, so let's just throw a bunch of screen passes instead of encouraging him to throw it down the field and seeing what he can do. Yeah, I think it's a big question for the Bears, and I still maintain um, that there are very few things in life that are more of a lock than... Justin Fields being a bust and Papa Murphy's Calzones being amazing. At Papa Murphy's, we do more than just pizza. We do Calzones. Papa Murphy's does Calzones? Oh, I think you mean I do the Calzones. And how do you do it, Dad? How do I do it? How do I do it? Well, we do it with fresh ingredients and hand-shredded cheese tucked in a scratch-made dough. That's how, honey. At Papa Murphy's, we make great pizza. You don't forget the calzones. Order now at PapaMurphy's.com. Papa Murphy's Pizza, the official pizza of the Monty Show. Make sure you use the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Do you guys like the way I sunk my... Yeah, you're, so I want to congratulate you because... You know, and we're going to get to this in do about it. a half hour. Do it. Yeah, do it. You went to Let's the doctor go. today. Let's go. It was awesome. Thumb in the butt. But Let's what, go. The, yeah. what you haven't mentioned is your voice is finally back. <laughs> it's back. The pipes are back, dude. <laughs> yeah, okay, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Okay, that's, that's, that's fine. Okay. Waves in opposition. Yeah, I right. should never sing again. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I still have a little bit of the cough. I still have a little bit of the cough, but it's much better. Yeah, my pipes <laughs> feel good. All three of them uh, feel good. Uh, yes, 30 minutes, non-sports stories of the day coming up. Uh, don't forget to, uh, hook up the prize pick app on your phone. Baseball is a starting use of promo code, uh, Monty in your prize picks app. I'm telling you tonight, the Chicago Cubs. Yeah. Uh, you're looking at a situation with the Cubs 
um, where I think you have to, I think you have to look at, at, uh, and I don't know, is what happened to James Steele? There's that the game started. No, it didn't start yet. Usually it gives me a countdown. Oh, he was a lock. He was a lock today in pitching outs. Oh man. Hey, you can Justin Steele. You can get him on What'd strikeouts, James. Oh, my bad. You can get Justin him on, Steele. You can get him on pitcher strikeouts. Um, I would tell you Jose uh Jose Barrios with uh, Toronto against Baltimore. Um 17 and a half outs. That's a really interesting one. Um I also I love in Price Picks baseball there's a pitcher's thrown more or less uh, on Jose Barrios is 91 and a half. Take it. Yeah. Take it. And more. the other one, the other one. Yeah. More. The other one is Kyle Gibson for Baltimore against Toronto. His, his uh, opposite number. I would go less than 93 and a half on Kyle Gibson for Baltimore and pitches thrown. Um, the other one that I'm a huge fan of first run, first inning runs allowed, I think is one of the most difficult one. Uh, one one of the most difficult ones to pick, but uh, I think, oh man, I think you take less first inning runs allowed in that Toronto Baltimore game, and you take more in D backs Cincinnati yes. Merrill Kelly Merrill Kelly and Brandon. I think Merrill Brandon Kelly Williamson is notorious for giving up a couple in the first. By the way, Justin Steele, uh, his game starts in seven minutes and forty seconds, five and a half strikeouts. On prize picks baseball, take the more. Take the more than five and a half. It's Pittsburgh. Cubs have a six win, uh six game winning streak against Pittsburgh right now. They do. And Justin, he he has been a guy. Uh, you can count on Justin Steele. Yeah. I I would if you can if you can get into your prize pick app real quick, take more than five and a half strikeouts for Justin Steele. Yeah. Because good old number 35 is he's going to come through for you, I'm telling you. And I love, love, love Andrew Heaney tonight. Um, but that's also starting here in just a bit. I love Andrew Heaney. At, oh, if the number is five, go more. Go more because it's Minnesota. I go five. I think you can also look at uh, – I think you can also look at less on Merrill Kelly. Six and a half strikeouts, Merrill Kelly against Cincinnati. I'd probably go less. Yeah. Although Merrill's been pretty solid. Merrill's been pretty solid. I would go less, but in the in the uh, description below, there's a link to sign up for our prize picks. Make sure that you guys click that link. It gives you a hundred percent deposit matching up to a hundred dollars. So daily fantasy on prize picks. We're going to do it all year long in football, college, and NFL. You make a deposit of fifty bucks, they'll give you fifty bucks. You make it a hundred, they'll give you a hundred. It's a great promo. It's a great way to kick off prize picks on the Monty Show. Click the link in the description below or use the promo code Monty. M-O-N-T-Y, Monty is your promo code at prize picks. Remember, Merrill Kelly less, Justin Steele more. That's where I'm at. Okay. I yeah. like it. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. I think that, again, on first inning runs allowed, I'd be more on Merrill Kelly and Brandon Williamson. Okay. Okay. Um, let's see, Sammy for $5. What do you predict the record of the new big 12 expansion teams to be this you, year? How do you even answer? What do you, uh, what do you mean? Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Well, you're talking about football. So like, if I look at BYU, I think it's four wins. I think BYU's football schedule, Sam Houston, one Southern Utah, two Arkansas at Arkansas at Kansas. 
No. Uh, home for Cincinnati, I think that's a critical game. I give it to them at three. I think they're going to get boat raced by TCU in, in, in Fort Worth. They're going to lose to Texas Tech. They're going to lose to Texas. They're going to lose to West Virginia. I think West Virginia gets a win on BYU. I think they're going to beat Iowa State for four, and they're going to lose to Oklahoma and Oklahoma State to end the season. I think they win four. And there are going to be some close games. They're going to have a shot at six. I just don't see them getting there. Yeah. Uh, but I think if you look at like if you look at Cincinnati, for instance, Cincinnati is going to have a tough go. Cincinnati, Scott Satterfield freely admits it. They're going to have a tough go. I think they're they're three wins. East Kentucky, Miami of Ohio, um, and I think they have a chance at West Virginia. But I think three is three would be. A pretty good result, and you can go down the list. I I think the I think the team coming in that has the best chance is UCF because the bounce house is just impossible. That's a very difficult place to go. They'll beat Kent State. I think they'll they'll beat Boise at Boise for two. They'll beat Villanova for three. Um, K State's a loss. Baylor's a loss. Kansas is a loss. Oklahoma's a loss. West Virginia's a win at four. Cincinnati's a win at five, and I think they beat Houston to become bowl eligible at six on November 25th, uh, Houston at UCF. It's a grinder of a schedule, It is. And nobody got a free pass here because you look at Houston's football schedule as well. UTSA, that's not an easy game. I think Houston wins it at Rice for two. TCU is a loss. Sam Houston's a win for three. And then from there, it's straight downhill. At Texas Tech, loss. Uh, West Virginia in Houston, I think that's a win for four. Texas, K-State, Baylor, loss. Cincinnati, five. Okie State, loss. UCF, loss. I think they win five games. They'll have a chance at seven, but I think Houston wins five games. I feel like by Houston's expectations, that'd be disappointing. That will be disappointing. Yeah. Uh, fake Tom Osborne for two dollars. Breaking Rip Bray Wyatt WWE. Who's Bray Wyatt? That's a name I don't know. Of all the famous dead wrestlers, that's a name I don't know. That is, I I am unsure of that. Uh, John Famler Baylor. Who knows? They could easily be fairly bad or very good. We just expect an excellent Baylor. Well, tell me how the quarterback plays. And the same thing with Tech. This a, this a quarterback win. This a quarterback win and lose game. Yeah, no in, doubt in college about it. football. You really think Baylor gets a seven? Man, that's that's really – I think this is make or break for Dave Aranda, not that that's any unbelievable analysis. Yeah, I mean, they definitely need to be in that range for him to survive. Texas Tech is one. Can Baylor beat Utah in Waco? Yeah. They can. Are we giving them a win on I that? don't know. It, it, that Let's give them a win for this, but – if Cam Rising's playing, I think that's a loss. I think Utah is going to be ready because they got to play Florida in Week One. Yeah. So I'll I'll say no. I think they're one and one. Long Island's two wins. Texas is a loss. UCF. That UCF game, there's one that's going to define their season because if you give them Texas State, Long Island, UCF, that's three. They're losing to Texas Tech. Cincinnati's four. Iowa State's five. Houston six. At K State's a loss. At TCU's a loss. West Virginia's seven. Dude. They win seven games, but they've got to beat UCF, and they've 
I mean, you could see eight if they beat Utah. If they beat Utah. Yeah. Right? You could see eight. But but again, the question that I have, and I like Blake Shapin a lot. He's a good kid. I enjoyed talking to him and meeting him. I just, I'm not sure. I'm not sure he's that dude. We're going to find out right out of the gate. He's the X factor. If he's good, they're going to be good. If he's mid, they're not going to be good. I can't see them beating Texas. No, they're not beating Texas. I, I can't. And Bryce Martin, I think, won the tickets to that game. Yeah. Texas at Baylor. I can't see him beating. I can't see him beating Texas. No, I don't think so either. I can't. Texas is better. Texas is bigger, faster, and deeper. Yeah. Uh, Greg Hawkins, what's up, my guy? Respect Baylor, by the way. I'm a fan of any team who beats BYU. Well, <laughs> welcome to the show. You know. Uh, Kaner and Baylor over Bears over Utah, says the BYU fan of the show. Mike Smith, schools playing other schools that neither are really familiar with can be a toss-up. Absolutely. 100%. No doubt. Mapes, uh, that's a shame, T. I'm still rocking the original DX shirt. Okay, who, like who? who is Bray Wyatt? Somebody, so, mm, 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 oh, wow, that Bray Wyatt. No kidding. Oh, that's too bad. Wyndham Lawrence Rotunda is his legal name. Oh, wow. Wow, he was young. That's too bad. Yeah. That's too bad. I'm sorry to hear that. Um, uh, wrestlers don't live long, happy lives, friends. I, I think we are all aware of that. Uh, never heard of uh, the wrestler e- either. Uh, Jeremy Callahan, Baylor and Oklahoma State are the teams that I think will be dumpster fires by midseason. Nah, I think... I, you guys, I want to question Mike Gundy. I I'm just, a man! I don't know that I can do that. So get your facts straight. And their schedule is not exactly ball-breaking. Right, Central Arkansas at Arizona State, South Alabama at Iowa State, K State uh, in Stillwater, Kansas at West Virginia. Like their road games are not hard. UCF, Houston. Here are their road games: Arizona State, Iowa State, West Virginia, UCF, and Houston. Winnable. That winnable. That's not a. That's not a tough. That's not a tough game. And when, when you when you get when you get your toughest games at at T Boone, I mean BYU, Oklahoma, I mean, it, I, I think you look at and I know it's Bedlam and we hate Bedlam and it's dead and it's their fault. Where are we at in society today? That's a winnable game for well, it's Bedlam. They never win Bedlam. Cincinnati's a winnable game. <laughs> Uh, is K-State a winnable game? Uh, yeah. I think they can compete. K-State's better than them, but certainly you can compete. Will Howard's my dude. Yeah. I mean, again, I, I think that, see, like, K-State's a game where you're like, all right, yeah, it's Gundy, it's Okie State. Like, yeah, they, they should compete. You know, I don't, I don't think they get blown out by K-State. But, yeah, they're probably going to need to create a turnover in that game. They're probably going to need that play that, you know, turns the tide on the game. K-State should theoretically win that game by, you know, 10 points. Something like that. Something like that. You know, theoretically. So, can they beat them? Yeah. Will they beat them? Probably not. So, you know, I think that's why that's what's tough. Yeah, we'll see. 
we'll see. Blake says Bedlam is all that matters this year. Send the spoons packing. Find out. Jeremy Callahan, I like bucked up so much I applied to be an ambassador for them. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, James says for $5, Okie State picked up 350-pound uh, Kirkland at nose tackle. Colin Oliver switched to linebacker from D-line. Yeah. Uh, Okie State defense will be much better this year. I say 8-4 and four for the Pokes. All right, let's do it. What, what do we think Oklahoma State's record is? Win Central Arkansas, win Arizona State, win South Alabama, win Iowa State. Man, I hesitate against K-State. Loss. Okay. Beat Kansas. Yep. Beat West Virginia. Beat yep. Cincinnati. Yep. Oklahoma. Loss. Central Florida. Win. That's eight. Houston. Loss. BYU. Win. That's nine. Yeah, maybe the nine. They're going to have a chance at eight or nine. Yeah. And if that's, you know, like that's that's just fine. But I don't know. There's a lot of people that say, you know, we're sleeping on West Virginia. A lot of, a lot of pundits have West Virginia's a nine-win team, and I'm Bro, not buying that. How are that. we sleeping on West Virginia? I, I'm not buying that at all. How? How are we sleeping on West Virginia? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how we would be. I don't know how. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know how that would even be the case, but that's just me. Um, I, you know, the, the other thing that I struggle with, the new teams in the Big 12, I don't think have a great chance to win. I just think the road is – I think UCF and Houston are the two they'd have a real chance to make noise. Mm -hmm. Because Dana Holgerson is ready for every game he plays. Right. And I think UCF is a much better club than people give him credit for. And you got to go down to the heat and humidity of Orlando. Good luck. Yeah, it's not Good easy. Good luck. I, I don't see – I don't see any way that that that's. I don't. That's not a free pass. No, that's what I would well, say. Well, UCF that's, is a real aggressive program too. Not to say that they're good or conference winning good, but they they are aggressive. They are going to give you their best every single time you play them. They get after it. Like so, if you if you give them light, they will take it. They will. Yeah, I agree. Uh, one other NBA note I want to get to today. Giannis Antetokounmpo will not re-sign with the Milwaukee Bucks until a title commitment is displayed. In an interview with the New York Times today, the two-time MVP acknowledged that he doesn't plan to sign an extension this summer because numbers-wise it doesn't make sense. The organization still had something to prove before he signs one next summer. Giannis said, quote, Next summer, it would make more sense for both parties. Even then, I don't know. I would not be the best version of myself if I don't know that everybody's on the same page. Everybody's going for a championship. Oof. Hmm. Are, are, we really, is, are we really believing that Giannis is going to walk away? Yeah, I mean, I never believed that he was going to be a lifer there, but I, but I think the question's always been, is he a one-contract guy or a two-contract guy? By the way, who's a pimp? Cubs scored a run. I warned you. I warned you. Anyway, my point is, my point is, I've never been a huge Giannis guy. If you've listened to this show for any modicum of time, you know that. Yeah. But Giannis now openly threatening to walk away from the Bucks is absolutely surprising to not me. And it shouldn't be to you because this has been coming. Yeah. 
For how long have we been talking about, will Giannis finish with the Bucs? And the answer is no, he's not going to. It's never. I mean, it's always been the case. And I think Bucks fan was lying to themselves saying, oh, no, he'll finish here. He'll be a lifer here. No, the hell he will, dude. Giannis Antetokounmpo comes from humble beginnings. And this is a guy that is on a mission to make as much money as possible. And I can't blame him. This is not a guy who's just some mid-level player. This is a guy that carried that team to a championship. This is a guy that said, hey. Single-leggedly. Like, I'm me. I'm taking us to to the NBA Finals, and I'm winning a championship. Remember that knee thing? Yes, dude. Yes, dude. This guy, look, I I am no fan. Giannis is far from my favorite player. Let's get that straight. He's far from my favorite player. But this guy deserves a ton of credit for doing what so many in the NBA won't do which is build their body to a very high level for him yeah. and figure out how to shoot a serviceable jump shot. Yeah, I, I, he's a hell of a player. But I want to see where does he go next and what, what is – because how many teams can fit Giannis into their situations? Well, I think on paper, not a lot. But I think a lot of teams would be motivated to figure it out. Right? A lot like, hey, hey, Gian, we can sign Giannis. All right, these three guys just became expendable. Like, So if we say the Lakers. Yeah, you're figuring that out. But stylistically, where do you, like, I mean, is he your replacement for LeBron? Yeah, I mean, uh, on some level, yeah, I think so. I, I, I Look, I, Giannis, Giannis has the hammer of I took a team to the NBA Finals. He has that hammer. He has the ability to say, I can go up and down the floor and just outrun guys and out physical guys. I can do that. And when you can say that, when you have the track record, yeah, I, I think absolutely teams will try to fit you into to what they're doing and they will change their path to accommodate you. So sure. Lakers, sure. Absolutely. Uh, but I think in the East, like if you're any of the big boy clubs that have money to spend, you know, if you're the Knicks, if you're Philly, if you're uh, certainly Miami, I think would take a run at Giannis. Uh, obviously, they'd have to work out a lot financially to do that, but certainly they'd take a run. Dude, if you're Boston, how are you not trying to land Giannis Antetokounmpo? You're really telling me that you prioritize Jalen Brown over Giannis? Really? You're really telling me you don't want to put Jason Tatum and Giannis on the same team? Come on, dude. Like, we, that's not that's not the truth. Yeah, I think I think there are very few places... Where that where that will work, um, we have a Maury Alvarez problem. Why? Because Jaron Eccles just put a bucked up video on oh, Twitter with music damn, of him jogging down the street wearing a Monty Show shirt with bucked up cans in his hand, oh, running man, to the Maverick dude. Center. Okay, okay, hold on. Oh, man. this is a problem now. All right, hold on. He's doing the whole Rocky bit where he runs up the stairs. Let me see if I can work this out. Hold on. Ah, uh, it's over, you guys. Oh, and then he popped them both. Oh, okay. We got we got problems. Oh, Maury, I wanted it so bad for you. Jake's gonna screen record it and try to get that get that up, but I just retweeted it. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, my God. Wow, this is a wild video, dude. This would have won football tickets. Yeah, this, Jer- is, this, I is, mean, this is legit. Yeah. I, oh, my God. 
This is crazy. Uh, T. Higgins is a badass. How about the Clippers hitching their wagon to Kawhi Leonard? Must be nice making $40 million plus. Never have to play when you're tired or you have a hangnail. Yeah. Ouch. Jaron says you're welcome, boys. <laughs> Did you make that today, dude? That's wild. That is wild. I mean, he's even got the shirt on, dude. That's wild. Um, Real Wade Nation gaming clips. Hey, Monty, why wouldn't the ACC pick up Oregon State? Because that would cost some money. Yeah. I think the only reason that they are able, uh, the only reason that they are able to pick up Stanford and Cal is because SMU is willing to take seven years of no money. Mm-hmm. And you're, I don't think you're going to take, I don't think you're going to take SMU and Oregon State when you can get huge money making brands like Stanford and Cal. Yeah, that makes it difficult. Hundred uh, percent. Brass Bulls, where is he getting a Monty shirt? Well, he came to our event that we my the Monty Show birthday bash. Yep. So we're working on merch. By the way, we're very seriously working on merch. Very seriously. Jeff Woodworth, Dana drank them buckshots. Maybe, maybe, but I'm telling you, as sure as I am sitting here, yeah, it's fine. Uh, I just made it 30 minutes ago, Jaron said. Jeremy Callan, if Maury needs more votes, just let me know <laughs> how many and I'll cover however many he needs. You wait till you guys see this. Jaron Eccles says, my wife deserves all the credit. I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, Bryce Martin, JT, and Giannis don't work. Ooh. Bryce also says the problem is that he's ball dominant. He needs to be the top player 1A. Lakers have that with LeBron and AD, but how long is LeBron going to be there? Yeah, I mean, you got to have a contingency plan at some point. That's the issue. Jaron Eccles, that video is awesome. Great job. Yeah, see, people are seeing, oh, Jake's got it. Jake's got it. I got it. You guys, this video is... Some kind of wonderful. We're uploading it right now into the system. Do it. And we told you that we got 25,000 subs. And that when we got the 25,000 subs before kickoff of football season, we're, we're days away now. We even said NFL, but we're days away from even college. And then for Jaron Eccles to show up and do this is remarkable. <laughs> that not the winner that's well done bro all right how about this how about this it is twenty-five thousand subscribers how about we do a hundred for jaron eccles and a hundred for maury alvarez okay everybody gets handled right gotta start stroking dudes we might as well honestly that's our stroking guys got it 
You gotta get stroked. Maury Alvarez. I think I've hit it every time. Jaron Eccles, you both win a $100 Amazon gift yeah, card. Yeah, will you DM me, please? DM your email addresses to Jake, SLC, Jake, SLC, Jake, well done. And by the way, for future giveaways, if you can't tell, video is the way to go. Yeah, video, absolutely. If you, if you, if you enter a strong video submission, you got a great shot. Yeah, here. but look at this with, with Maury. I mean, that's a great shot, dude. And to everybody, there's so many who entered. Uh, Harry, awesome. Brandon, of course. Mark, of course. We love everybody in Texas. And look at the dichotomy now. Texas, Florida, Utah, California, Arizona. Look at all the entries. And I want to absolutely, I want to make sure that we uh, that we shout out uh, Louis Bulls, who if if you're on uh, if you're on Twitter, you'll see a whole stack that he's got there of all kinds of different flavors. Uh, bucked up with cans. Yes. And anytime you guys want to bribe us, just send us pictures of you using bucked up. It, it is easily, easily, easily. Yes. You know, um, <laughs> Gary says you can't. He DMs me to say you can't ask to donate to help kids and not give it to Maury, who is getting things for his elementary school class. Kids love Jaren's video, but go Maury. Everybody lobbying for Maury. I'm. We're going Maury. We're all team Maury. Yeah. We're all team Maury. Mm -hmm. Maury's getting a hundred. Jaron's getting a hundred. What is this, Oprah? It is. Hey, you get a hundred, and you get a hundred, and you get stroked. You're out of your freaking mind. Cow turd. <laughs> hey, cow turd. Awesome. All right. Uh, let's end the show with the uh, non-sports stories of the day. Yeah. So how did the doctor go, dude? I mean, you went to the doctor. You, so you every single year, you're the guy that gets physical every year. Every August. In the comments section, do you get physicals every year? Every August, I go to the doctor. Roto-Rooter, thumb in the butt. You name it, we do it. Right. Dark, he turns down the lights and we party. Scock. Not true. <laughs> um, not true. <laughs> No touching actually happened. Um, excellent physical um, today. Uh, got all my blood work. My, uh, I am, I am thankful to report. I am really, really healthy. Uh, all of my numbers are great. My cholesterol is great. All of my, um, all look, and he just sent me a message. No signs of. Uh, he said, "Hey, Monty. Hey, Monty. No signs of significant abnormalities in your blood. Anemia. No signs of kidney, liver, or electrolyte abnormality. No cholesterol abnormalities. Um, abnormalities. You know. But it is. It is really. Uh, I am really fortunate that my results are fabulous. And I'm a um, fucking unit. So we sat there, and he. I am. I am. <laughs> Pimp's going pimp. Um, but we sat there talking. Like, and I have a really nice guy, Dr. Nimer at, at U Health. Yeah, Nimer. Good dude. Hey, guys. Thankfully, I only see him once a year. Right. But we were sitting there, and he said, well, what are you working on? Because I've lost a good bit of weight since I've started seeing him. And yeah. He's like, you're in really good health. You like, you look good. You feel good. Like asking me, hey, does any issues here, there, depression, suicidal thoughts, anxiety? No, no, no. Um, you know, drew the blood, all that, and we were talking about losing weight. And he said, well, what is your goal? And I said to him, well, you know, I'd really like to lose thirty pounds by Thanksgiving because I'm it. going to Hawaii. Yeah. 
And he said, well, you're going to do that because based on the, the trajectory of my weight loss, I'm going to do that. But he said, you know, by the, by the charts, you, you could lose a significant amount of weight. He's talking about, we were talking about 30% of my body weight. He's like, that, I mean, that puts you into the ultra healthy. And he said, have you ever thought about doing that? And I said, well, yeah, I've, I've done that before in my life when I was on Atkins. I lost a ton of weight. And he said, well, you know, have you thought about we go, Wagovi and Ozempic? And I said, well, you know, I have some, I, we've talked about it. Obviously on the show, we've talked about Ozempic. Yeah, we that, talked about Ozempic before. That celebrities, and Ozempic is a diabetes drug. But it is hard to get because so many people around the world are buying it for weight loss. Yeah. And he said, and I said, I can't envision myself doing that. And he said, well, I wouldn't prescribe you Ozempic because it is formulated for di- diabetics. Mm. But Wagovi is formulated for weight loss. So we started talking about it. And I don't know, I'm really split on this. It is really expensive. Wagovi is $1,300 oh, a month. Oh, what are you talking about, man? What? I said $1,300 a month. Isn't that almost as much as your mortgage? It is exactly as much as my mortgage. $1,300 a month. Bro. And it's a shot that you take once a week. At home. Yes. Yeah. It, they, they, it's, yeah, it's yeah. a prescription. Yeah. It's not like a painful thing or whatever. You shoot yourself in the thigh and you're done. And it, in general, when you're on it for a year, most of the research says, Hey, you're going to lose about 30% of your body weight. The issue is there's no treatment plan to get off of it. One, I'm not taking it forever. I'm not spending 15, what so is it? So much, dude. And that's for the beginning dose. It goes up to $1,500 a month at the higher dose because you ramp up a little bit. Dude, that's like a Porsche Cayenne, bro. Come on. Yeah, I, I, I have real reservations about doing it. Number one, it's not a need. It is not a need. And my doctor said, you can do what you're doing. He he, again, my doctor always tells me you're never going to have a heart attack if your blood numbers are, you know, my cholesterol's like right down the middle. Perfect. All of my numbers are great. My A1C, like I've never had diabetes. I've never been pre-diabetic. My blood pressure is perfect. Like great. And he said, it's simply what you want to do. And he said, if I, if, if I'm you, I seriously consider it because if you can get weight off and body fat down Sooner than later, I'm always going to advocate for that, which makes a lot of sense. But if I spent the next year not spending, call it, let's split the difference, 1400 bucks a month for Wagovi, and I continue to do what I'm doing, I'm probably not going to lose 30% of my body weight, which is close to 80 pounds. I'm probably not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's very difficult for me to envision spending that money. So my wife, I'm texting with my wife because I also had to get my I got a shingles vaccination. Mm -hmm. So I had to go downstairs, get the shot. You have to sit there for 10 minutes. And I'm texting with my wife. She's like, yeah, I'm all in. I'm all in on it. 
I'd love you to do it. You should do it. I support you. It's like, God, dog, man, that's, that's $15,000 a year. And I just, I can't, I can't see doing it. I can't see doing it. Yeah, you know, I, I think the, the, certainly the money is a, a hurdle. There, I mean, there's just no way around. I mean, I, I don't care what you're spending that kind of bread on a month. At, just short of a mortgage. A mortgage, okay, I get it. That's, that's, that. nowadays, dude, you're, you're getting a huge break if that's your mortgage right now. But, like, mm. anything outside of a mortgage, that's excessive by anybody's, you know, calculations you know and, and you're talking to someone who's more than happy to spend a bunch of money on a nice car or trips or whatever and, i just can't see doing it and, and yeah and, and i think that the the thing with it is is like okay let's set the money portion aside the part that concerned me as soon as soon as you told me about this was the after plan okay when i'm done with it then what because your doctor you told me your doctor also mentioned something about how, okay, once you're off of it, you're a little susceptible to putting some weight back on and you some do. things change. Like, so it's been studied for 10 years. Yeah. And my doctor said, uh, you know, generally, because I said to him, well, how do you get off of it? Yeah. Because I don't take medication. Like, I, honest to goodness, you're a big supplement guy, but you don't take medication. I take no medications. Yeah. I take the only thing I take is minoxidil, a tablet of minoxidil for hair loss. Yeah, that's all I take. That's it. And he said the problem is when you get off of Wagovi, you tend to gain a small percentage of weight back, because what Wagovi does is it regulates the hormones in your stomach and in your brain so that you are not as hungry and it makes it so that your body burns fat in for energy essentially is what it's doing and you don't eat as much so the average wagovi the average wagovi user is eating 1500 calories a day mm -hmm. and the other thing that you have to do is you really have to pay attention to what you're eating because if you if you just sit on the couch and you eat bonbons and candy and take Ozempic or Wagovi, you're not going to lose weight. Right. And that was the other thing that he was telling me. Like he said, we don't prescribe it very often because most people are not on a, the trajectory you're on, which is you're really active, you're losing weight. And we have a pattern of results over two years. He's like, that's why I have no problem prescribing it for you. Cause you're really, you're doing a lot of good things and you're trying to lose weight. So I want to help you with that. But when you get off of it, that's the problem mm -hmm. is that you, you don't, there's no schedule to get off of it. So you, you're going to gain a certain percentage of weight back. Yeah. You know, I, I think that there's also a lot of value in, in, you know, cause you're, you're well on your way, as your doctor said already, it's not yes. as though you have some huge, you know, thing keeping you from losing weight outside of just time and process, which obviously is what everyone's challenge is, is it, it's hard to lose weight. It takes discipline. It takes sacrifice. It takes, you, you won't know. do it on discipline. If yeah. you're trying to lose weight by being disciplined, you will fail. Mm -hmm. You have to have a process and a plan and you have to have consistency. So my point is, is you have all that. You, yes. you have all that already. So I do. So, so the question just is, it's, it, it's, it, it, it to me, 1300 bucks, 1500 bucks is a lot, you know, and, and I don't know, man, I, I think it's a very personal choice. I, you know, it is. to me, I think that I would say, yeah, you're golfing, you know, 
four days a week, but we could work harder. We could. We could be in the gym. But in the in like, the getting into October and November, that's going to happen because that's snowboarding season. But my point is that you're already losing weight with what we're doing, and we're not even at 100%. Oh, right. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and so yes. that's what I'm saying. Like When that gets ramped up, I would think that you would see accelerated weight loss. Yeah, I I can't see doing it. I've I've really thought about it all day. I can't see doing it. It's, dude, it is. Yeah, OG Gary, thirteen hundred after insurance. No insurance does not cover a penny, because it is elective and it is for weight loss. Yeah, they cover it ninety percent if you're a diabetic, zero if you are not. Period. Mike Phillips, I wouldn't do it. You're already having success doing it your way. Stay the course, and I think that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Uh, Lance Johnson, no thanks. I'll just be fat, but and that's the 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 frustrating part is you can't you can't do that. You can't live your life overweight. It just catches up to you at some point. Yeah. And we were talking about this today. My doctor's like you you have because my colonoscopy came back clear. I had no polyps. Like I have really good DNA. And he said at some point though, when you live your life overweight, he said you're going to start feeling it in your joints you're going to and he's like trust me when I say do it now he was really imploring me to do it now well I mean there is some value in that right I mean again the time is our greatest asset so it is you know if you make the case from or if you make your argument from that angle sure I understand it yeah absolutely I mean you do, you want to get the weight off as fast as you can but I I guess for me instinctually I'm always the guy that says hey not that he's giving you a magic pill, right? But like when I first heard this, I was like, all right, so what are we really looking at? Because you hear this all the time. Hey, here's a thing that'll do this for you, and you never look back. It's Fifteen fucking I mean, thousand that's a, dollars, dude. Man. That's a lot of money, bro. Yeah. And I, and I look at that and I say, I say, okay, instead of spending fifteen hundred dollars a month, maybe it's maybe it's just okay because. Did he speak to how much weight you'd lose on a weekly basis? Like, because I know you, you're like he one said or two it, it pounds, varies, right? It varies per person. Mm-hmm. When I'm locked in, when I eat no sugar, and I, when I go home and I don't eat dinner, or like the other night, my wife had made these corn on the cob in the oven. So I had a corn on the cob in the oven that she had made, and then I had yogurt and watermelon. Yeah, I lose weight when I do that. Yeah, if I eat, if I eat. Uh, if I eat Oikos zero sugar yogurt f- at night, I lose weight because of the probiotic and it's got no sugar and it's got like, I mean, I know how to do it. And if I do what I'm supposed to be doing and if I golf four days a week and I'm going to lose a pound and a half a week generally. Yeah. And on a good week, I'll lose three pounds just on accident. Okay. So let's go, let's call it, let's just split the middle two pounds a week, right? If you're locked in and doing what you do. Is he suggesting that you would bump that up to four or five pounds a week? Is that yes, what we're saying? He is. That is what he. That's what we were talking. And we were reading some articles yeah. on it, and he was showing me some stuff. And yeah, yeah, I mean, you you have because you guys also have to remember, I, everybody's body is different. Yeah, I lose weight very quickly. If I lock in, I will lose. I can lose five pounds a week. If I lock in, and if I diary my food, and if I just eat at home. And if I eat a lot of protein, especially first thing in the morning, I'll lose five pounds a week. Yeah. If I got up first thing every day at 5 a.m. and made myself three eggs with a bunch of vegetables, I'll lose five pounds a week. Yeah. It, it's, it's that simple. 
Annie uh, says, don't do it, Monty. Had a family member do it, and they were losing weight. But at the same time, her husband was also big, did it naturally, and lost the same weight, just worked out harder. Yeah? Yeah, and that's kind of what is kind of standing out to me a little bit is like, I'm not saying you got to go kill yourself at the gym, but I think that, you know, if, if you know, and this is really just a choice, but like if, if it was, hey, yeah, I'll, I'll – you know, instead of going to the range twice a week, I'll instead trade that for the gym or or instead. The range is, but the range is great, you guys. I know it's a good workout, but it's two thousand calories. Right, I get that, but it's a different two thousand calories. Like I, I like if you're strength right. training for for fifteen hundred, or if you're you know hit training, which you're not, you don't like to run. Totally get that. Nobody likes to run, in my opinion, but you know some of us embrace that more than others. But like. Yes, swinging a golf club is definitely a workout. It is nothing close to strength yeah. training. It has no business being it's in the very same different. conversation as hit training and strength training for, you know, combined hour. Like it's very different. And I think yeah. that you knowing that you can cut weight, like I I think that I probably would go the natural route. I just think that, you know, it, it's it, yeah, it sucks. Food diarying sucks. I don't even know that you have to diary your food to do this. I just think it's it's one of those deals where it's like, you know, yeah, you have to get up and go to the gym. And, yeah, like, it just is that thing, you know, yeah. that we all chase in life, that ass-kicking of getting up. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, it's just one of those things where you have to be cool about it. Uh, Jeremy Callahan says, you're playing with fire. That doctor is insane. Well, it's not going to be my doctor who's making the decision. Um, and my, um, my, my doctor's phenomenal. Um, he's giving me options. I wouldn't say you're playing with fire, dude. I think the point though, is that if the, my opinion is why add something artificial when you can do it naturally, Yeah. if you can do it naturally and you're on a good pace and, and we can just turn the dial up a little bit and accelerate, like you don't even need it to be five pounds a week to accomplish what you want. I mean, Hell, before this conversation today, you were you were like, yeah, dude, I'm well on pace. Like, I'm I'm comfortable. I am well on pace. And, that, and that's kind of my point is like, okay, if you're well on pace, maybe we redefine, maybe we dial that goal in a little more. Maybe instead of 30, you shoot for 40 pounds and turn your workouts up a little bit. I mean, I, I like, I just, yeah. if it was like 100 bucks a month, I'd probably be advocating for it more. But 1,500 is just a it's, ridiculous it's wild. number, dude. It's wild. It's insane. It's wild. And you know how many I, golf clubs that is, dude? Oh. Like, Jesus. It's just, it's too much. Yeah. I, I can't see, I feel like it's almost a waste of money. Yeah. I, I really do. Yeah, Mike Phillips. Yeah. The shingles vaccine is brutal. Look out tomorrow. This is my second dose. You know, the funny thing about what I just turned 50. So at 50, you have to get the shingles vaccine. Uh, and shingles is like a really bad skin condition. It's brutal. Um, so you get the shingles vaccine. Yeah. They put it in your arm and it's a longer needle, admittedly. Yeah. It burns. It, yeah. you're, you feel it go in. It gets hot. And it's. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, not good. Gary Wolf says fourteen hundred a bottle. Do you get? Uh, do you get to from Heisenberg or what? Well, and it's on back order. They're sold out, and that's which is wild. That's the other thing that really speaks to me about this is that it only costs so much because Americans are lazy, dude. It We're lazy freaking people, and people dude. pay it. Brass Balls says uh, I take uh, Facenra for asthma. And it costs fifty five hundred and eleven dollars every six weeks, dude. THG for insurance, ooh, brutal, dude. 
Oh, gee, Gary, I can put 15K in the stock market and rip that like crazy. I can hit an elliptical and Stairmaster to lose weight after strength training. But it's, we all say that. It's not easy. Yeah, it's not easy to go and do that, though. It is not like, the easiest thing in the world. It really is. It's tough. Aaron Wilson, Monty, you can do it with exercise. Yeah, and I'm working on it. Mike Smith, Monty needs to hit up Boss Frog to be a sugar daddy and pay for his meds. No. <laughs> it's not that I can't afford it. I just the, am, it's a premise. I'm unwilling to yeah. allocate Fifteen hundred a month, the fifteen, sixteen, seventeen thousand a year. I, I no, can't dude. see doing it. No, hell no. I can't do it. it. It is, yeah. It's just no. Yeah, it's it's too it it. I would feel bad doing it. I would, I would. Uh, Damien says, rule of thumb: if it's easy to lose, then it's easy to gain it back. It is. Yeah, it is. Uh, Caner and lots of lemon juice for weight loss. Truth. Lance Johnson, six years ago, I ate nothing but lean protein and less food, drank low-carb beers, and got up and walked five miles a day, lost 50 pounds in four months. Then I got lazy and gained it back during COVID. COVID was not good for weight gain. No. It, it is easy. The here's, coronavirus. Here's the easiest thing. This is how my weight loss always goes. When I don't eat sugar and I don't eat at night, I lose weight. I can sit on the couch and not eat sugar and lose weight as long as I don't eat at night. And I don't regularly, the things that I have to stop, like I had Chipotle for lunch today. I had chips. I need to stop eating chips. I don't eat much bread at all. I never eat added sugar except when certain people mm. sit on my chest and force Snickers bars down my throat. Um, but I don't, I don't drink sugar. I don't drink soda. Never. I don't drink, like the Gatorade I drink when I golf or the Bucked Up I drink when I golf or it's all zero sugar. Yeah. Like I have really good habits. I agree. My wife gets up every day at like 5:30 and works out. We have a home gym. I ha I'm a Vaza guy. There's no reason not to do it. That it, it's as simple as that. Maybe this is the kickstart I needed. Mm -hmm. Cuz I can't see I can't see doing it. I can't see I can't see doing it. Mike Smith, joking aside, some of these meds are being prescribed can be so addictive. It's not a joke to get DTs when you're RX runs out and your doctor is on vacation, so you need to go without. I'm telling you that the prescription industry in this country is broken. Different show. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Woodworth, just don't get wet or feed after midnight is a good rule. I heard it in a movie once. Well, I never am awake at midnight. You know. Uh, Big 12 Utes, you guys walking your rounds of golf. No, I, the, the courses we generally play, like canyons, you can't walk at canyons. No, you can't. They don't allow you to walk. Because the, the topography. There's a lot of up and down. There's a lot of terrain. Not a little bit of up and down, like a up lot. a mountain, up and down. Hundreds of feet of change. But golf is great. I generally burn, if I do something golf, I burn between 1,500 and 2,000 calories, which is huge. But to your point, the muscle... It, like I've thinned out a lot and I can actually see the muscle I added the last year when I was lifting weights five days a week. Mm -hmm. Like I can, I can see it all. I can see it all. And donuts, you're on the right track, Monty. That's important. It is. It is very important. There's, there's no doubt. And I'm not trying to like be woe is me. I'm no, totally not, not being woe is me guy. No, not it's at all. simply, it's a little frustrating. I'll be honest with you that there's a magic bullet. And at the end of the day, I don't know that it is a magic bullet. No. Because when you get off of it, that's the hard part. Yeah. That's the hard part. Yep. What happens when you stop taking Wagovi? You gain a percentage of that weight back. 
And the, uh, the, my doctor and all the research says not to worry about the chemical changes that your body goes through, but still in all, I don't, I don't know. Not for 1500 bucks, dude. Not for 1500 bucks. It, it's not worth it. Speaking of being fat, it's national waffle day. Mm-hmm. Waffles or pancakes? Uh, I'm a pancake guy pancake, all day. Pancake or French toast? Um, good, good cut of bread for French toast is tough to beat, but mo- it's really hard to find that now. I think I am a pancake guy, a hundo P. Yeah. Waffles would be third. So I really like pancakes. French toast, though. Mm, there's a place in, what is that, Garden Grove? The name of that restaurant by the uh, in the OG hood that we go to? There's oh. a restaurant in the OG hood that we go to oh back in God. L.A. Oh, my God. And it, it, gourmet. Gourmet. It's called gourmet. Gourmet. And they have these boysenberry cream cheese pancakes. Okay, you, you can put it on a waffle. You can put it on French all day. Just, just honest to God, stand above me and pour that shit down my throat. I don't and I'll want Wagovi. I uh, want boysenberry pancakes, no, dog. Hell no with the Wagovi. Give me, give me the My wife gets. I'm a man. So I never eat this stuff. Yeah. Like I never eat pancakes. Yeah. Unless she makes them with like high protein and like. You take me to gourmet. Dude. And I will be I will be the fattest ass in I'm the room. Real. Give me the syrup and not the little cup. Don't bring me no ramekin of syrup, yeah, I, sir. Ramekin ain't getting it done, dude. I need I need that bottle to pour oh dude. Yeah. The boysenberry cream cheese pancakes at Gourmet and Garden Grove. Forget it. Yeah. But you give me some banana French toast, yes. Mm-hmm. Any fruit on top of French toast, yes. Waffles are like third for me. Yeah. Now, if I'm at home and I've got some uh, egos in the freezer, oh, yeah. slap, dude. Yeah, but if I'm going out for breakfast, I'm I'm getting pancakes. Yeah, I'm not doing waffles. What's your what is your what is your breakfast? Uh, tall stack of pancakes, and uh, depending on the day, either three fried eggs or three scrambled. I really appreciate a nice scrambled egg and sourdough toast. Man. Those three, dude. So last night for dinner. So Mrs. Monty gets this farm-to-table box every week. Mm-hmm. They had these big, ripe tomatoes, mm-hmm. which I know you hate tomatoes. The, I, hate, I don't <laughs> like just straight tomato. I have tomato on a lot of things, though. Give me a, give me a, a wedge of tomato and a, and, and a little bit of salt on it. Oh, my God. Yeah, see, I don't do that. That ain't me, dude. Nope. Mrs. Monty chopped all these tomatoes. I cracked three eggs, a little bit of olive oil in the bottom of the pan. Dropped in a handful of tomatoes, a handful of gr- fresh-cut green onions. Yeah, see, that's good, dude. And you just make, like, a little souffle? Yeah, Ooh. it's bomb. Let's go. Call me fat ass and give me a fork because I'm ready to rock you <laughs> off. Dude. Yeah, dude. That is, the, it's that so is good. the greatest. But if you give me – I love a good egg potato breakfast. Yes. Um, I love – I'm like you. Give me a little, like, dark or, or like, marble rye, pumpernickel – Sourdough toast. Sourdough Good for night. me, dude. Just, Good just, night. It's very simple. See, th- tall stack of pancakes. I'm with you. Give me the whole jar of syrup. I don't yes. give a damn. I want three eggs scrambled. Would love a little vegetable mix I inside. Want my A one C. And then I, <laughs> I want my two pieces of sourdough cut in half diagonally with butter inside each slice. And just embed the Ozempic or yeah, the dude, the, just in, the the. Rebelsis, just embed yeah, that Rebelsis. shit into there the pancake. Yeah, that you. way I don't know it's there, but I still get it. Yeah, thank you. Dude, like I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah. 
That's what brekkie's all about. I know, reset. Now, if I'm at home, what is my favorite breakfast? I got to tell you, the Heritage Flakes. No. Heritage <laughs> Flakes not, with some granola. Hell no. yeah. It's or, good, but it's... Or Mrs. Monty makes stovetop oats. No. She'll put like blueberries or banana in some oats. She uses like $8 million bottles of uh, uh, real maple syrup. Hell yeah. Okay. Heritage Flakes with granola and almond milk is good, especially if you add some fruit in there. That is good. Yeah, I don't even drink regular milk. I drink almond milk. I love almond milk. You like nut milk. I'm a Uh, a sheep. Bye. Um, uh, People in our lobby are waving at us. Have a good one. Uh, I I don't even hate I don't even hate almond milk. Uh-huh. I, I'm I'm everybody like nut milk. Everybody always says you're a sheep when you drink that almond milk, fat ass. You're a sheep. It's just water. Okay, cool. I What's think wrong it, with water? Dog? I think it's milk, and it's better than than cow's milk. What's so wrong I'm with water ice? Yeah, if it's water ice. Okay, <laughs> holy cow! So we went into we went into a convenience store today. Yeah. Not going to name names. So I hadn't had anything to eat because mm-hmm. I had the thumb in the butt today. So mm-hmm. I didn't have anything to we'll eat. Go right? We get it. Yeah, yeah we'll go. <laughs> uh, so I, <laughs> I was fasting, right? You were fasted. So I was being me. So we go into the Maverick and I, I get my water rice. And I got a bucked up and I got a uh, Gatorade. I always drink a full, a, a zero Gatorade mm-hmm. and uh, I always... Uh, skew the metrics and get a bucked up. Yeah. And then I fill up my water ice. Water ice. And so uh, the lady said to me, is that just water? Like, and it, it was, she wasn't joking. That she was said it accent. just like that. Is that just water? I said, yeah, it's water. Oh, wait, but there's some ice in there. <laughs> she did not think that Dude, shit was funny. She was, she no, scanned sir. it. Got it to the point where you could pay and walked away, dude. She was upset about that. For what Why? reason? I don't know. Because I thought it was funny. It was hella funny. I thought that was uh, Because like, I'm the guy, if you go to in Boss Frog, when we go have our steak dinner in, in Dallas, you'll see this. Yeah, I know what time it is. I might not do it if you're there because, you know. You know. But I'll say, the waitress will be like, why can't I get you a drink, sweetheart? And I'll be like, uh, on the rocks, can I get some water? And I think it's funny. <laughs> they don't usually. Homegirl was not in the mood, bro. She was not here she for it. She was not trying to hear that. Uh, let's see. Boss Frog says steak and eggs over easy. Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, Mike Smith, breakfast for dinner is good as long as it's on a rare occasion. Agreed. Uh, Conference Commissioner Gummy, what about breakfast for dinner? Yes. Yes. Gary Wolf says almond milk is disgusting. Jeremy Callahan, bacon and eggs, OMAD is very effective m- metabolically. I love. I don't eat bacon. I, okay. Okay. See, you we guys, had a good me, show. Let me we, yeah, show. we had a good show, and then um, this happened. You, my name is um, Eoin Mortemeyer, and I have a confession to make, sir. Um, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Dead Pig, um, I don't eat bacon. You're a douche. I no, I'm not. I don't like bacon. It's good. Don't get me wrong. It's good. That thing rolled around in its own poop. I'm not doing it. I don't. I am not a bacon guy. Dude, are you that? You can't tell me that's why you don't like bacon. That's dude. exactly why I don't like bacon. Like Wait, we when on. we last time we were at Jersey Mike's with Mrs. Monty. Do you want bacon on that? Hell no. <laughs> because it's not that it doesn't taste good. 
You, and you guys don't think I'm full of BS. I'm not. I always think of like little piggy, like rolling around in, in pig poop. And then like, hey, you want me to, let's, let's base that in pig poop, okay? Mud and pig poop. No. Doesn't make you feel responsible. Now, that's not to say that I won't. You take me to the Mandalay Buffet in, in Lost Wages and you give me a sausage. They Bro, have the best are... breakfast sausage at Mandalay Bay. Dude, you're a club sandwich aficionado, Doc. All what are you talking about? You don't like bacon, dude. All day. I take the bacon off of the club. Sandwich. Lie detector test determined. That was a lie. It's absolutely true. It's it's absolutely true. Okay. I do not. Uh, okay. I, you this watch. is like you the other day saying you're going to stop eating ranch, dude. Get out of here, bro. I, Have you seen me Get eat ranch? Get the hell out of here with have that, you seen bro. My fucking ass. Have you seen me eat ranch? I... No. You're the, look, you Bacavo eating <laughs> I'm not. Uh, okay, uh, hey, man. Hey, can I get some extra bacon on I that bacavo? I bacavo, dude. No. I'm not doing it. I just am not a bacon guy. And I know. Oh, Matt Ritson. Oh, my God. French toasted Cracker Barrel. Cracker Hell Barrel is yeah. definitely underrated, dude. Lance Johnson, skim milk if it's thin, still oh. uh, greater than almond milk. It's cow's milk, though. Human or non-human? Why don't you just bend down and suck from the teat? Oh. I'm not doing it. It's cow. It's oh. you, no, man. Uh, did she say water or wooder? She said wooder. <laughs> she said she wooder. Did. I, I, okay. She didn't say yeah. water. Yeah. She said wooder. Oh, is that, hey, man. Hey, guys, hi. guys, guys. Hi. Uh, is that wooder? She literally, no, she said, what she said was, we rolled up to the counter and she literally said, hi, honey. Like that. She was like, hi, honey. Is that wooder? She said it like that. And I was like, yeah, that's water. Oh, but there's a little bit of ice in there. Oh, she did not think nah, that. No, dude. She was. Fucking A. Gumby says water. Yeah. Water. Water. Western ice. omelet, Black Bear Diner. The pancakes at Black Bear Diner suck. Yeah, it's mid. We'll never go back. Uh, Derek says, bro, not all almond milk is the same. No, it's no, not. No, it's not. Uh, LB Seminole. Monty, what? Yeah, I know. Uh, Monty, what is your egg souffle recipe? Um, a little bit of olive oil in the bottom of the pan, heat the pan with, put the olive oil in, heat the pan, crack the eggs, three eggs. And you'll see what happens is I scramble them up. The, the olive oil is warm. The pan is warm. You pour it in there and it just cooks itself and it rises into a nice little, and then if you push it aside, drain the rest of the egg out, mm -hmm. let it, mm -hmm. and immediately pour the tomato and the uh, green onion Notice in there. Notice he said tomato, not tomato. I'm for real. You're such a cock. <laughs> uh, Aaron Wilson, hold on. I'm invited to the steak dinner. Yeah? No. <laughs> Bet you weren't expecting this one. Yeah, you know, unfortunately, yeah, no, we're only inviting people who are fans of God-fearing universities. Yeah, you right? have to have a Porsche to get in. Yeah, Sorry. you know, Texas Christian. And donuts. No bacon? What the fuck? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Gumby says, Monty's fat card has been revoked for a lack of bacon. Like, grease. how do you... You can't on the same show be like, no bacon, no ranch, like... I'm trying... Like, we're talking about... Where are we at in society today? I ain't talking about being fat. We're talking about thin. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Thin. Yeah. Not fat, thin. Yeah. Yeah. I've cut back. Yeah. This Force place is empty. The opposite of fat. Empty. The opposite of full. Force Ghost Fabio. All this food talk has made me gain three pounds. Yeah, dude. Why what don't you go get some Wagovi? What about catfish? 
Catfish is good. Oh. It has to be done well. LV Seminole, Jake, you got to do something about that man bacon. I know. I, there's nothing shrimp? I can do about yes, it. Shrimp? Yes, I love shrimp. Shrimp on oh steak is outstanding. Monty has an LT sandwich, lettuce, tomato, and your mom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Corey Erickson, Locomoco. Oh, in Hawaii. Guys, you got to yeah. go to Maui. Yeah, dude. There's this belief that Maui's closed. It's not closed. Lahaina's closed, but Kihei, it's open. Like you've you've got to go to Hawaii. You've, Hawaii. you've got to go. Whee, gotta yeah. go. Have to go. And donuts. Quiche Monty. Hell yeah. Mike Smith. No uh, no seg. Quick, fast, in a hurry. Exactly. Chicken fried steak at Black Bear Diner. Dude, chill uh, out, bro. I'm back, fat, dog. Back in the back in the Ron Brown days. Like when I would be making overnight drives with People my, don't know that reference, with my hellacious gotta, yeah. former in-laws when I was like 19, we'd stop at diners on the side of the road in the truck stop conference and eat a chicken fried the steak. The truck stop conference. Oh chicken fried steak. Oh my. And the gravy. Oh my. Biscuits and gravy straight to the arteries. God damn. Lance Johnson real quick because then we got to go. If you can't store it in your cabinet for three months from Costco, it's not milk. I Facts. don't know what you mean. Mike Smith, ha your mom. Not enough bacon. <laughs> not enough, Jeff Woodworth, not enough bacon on my biscuits. There, it, 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 there's never a bad time if you can slide it in. Okay. Wow, you. bro. Dude, this is a family program. Honestly, that's our stroking, guys. I think I've hit it every time. There's never a bad time to deploy your mom in the in, in guy talk. Hiscock. Uh <laughs> don't choke on it uh aaron wilson i'm a wayland baptist alumni there you go I'm, see i'm sure you are there you go i'm sure you are the monty show oh. as always is presented by our good friends at triday trading tridaytrading.com stop complaining about your life start building the life you've always wanted to live don't take my word for it. Go get the $10 30-day trial membership at TridayTrading.com. It's everything you've ever wanted. TridayTrading.com slash Monty. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Cubs are fucking terrible. Until tomorrow, say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.